Mm-hmm. Sounds like a squeaky fart. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to episode eight, I think now, the Club Fuck Yeah podcast. <laughs> should, I, should I dare say we are the fuck boys? Yeah, we are. <laughs> Welcome back, clubbers. Uh, my name is Chris. We got Chris to my left. Mm-hmm. Hello. Hello. And then we got a guest on today. His name is Matt. What's up? We got Nick to his left. Sipping a beer. Say what's up, Nick. What's up? And then Brandon to his <laughs> left. Yo. All right, boys. Let's do this. Can I point out that uh, Brandon said I was like a squeaky fart as soon as he started? <laughs> He's been squeaking his booty cheeks. Yeah, that was probably like the first words to like start. Yeah, it was so <laughs> I hope. It was a squeaky, squeaky fart, fart. Yeah. <laughs> well, fuck it. We'll start with the uh, Charles Manson shit. Sure. I'm not really sure what's going on with that. Well, we were just talking about. Uh, the whole MK Ultra thing about how that was related to like the Unabomber and Charles Manson and all that shit. Mm-hmm. Like there was a guy named Tom O'Neill, and it took him 20 years to write this fucking book. Yep. And he, uh, so he started off. He he was a reporter, or he was going to write like an article for something. And uh, as he was writing the article, he started finding all these like uh, these inconsistencies with the story. So he he for he forewent the whole fucking article. And he he spent basically his whole life researching like what the government did as far as like uh researching like what uh acid did to people. Yeah. And so they they tested on all these people, they they fucked up, they they created the Unabomber basically, like this dude was already mentally unstable. Yeah. And they tested acid on this guy and then he went on to fucking but more than that, they didn't just test acid on them. What they would do is they would tie him into a chair and make him watch like a hypnotic scream. And they were kind of electroshock therapy of this dude. How'd you guys find out about this? I've never read this long out. No, I actually read oh, this up right. online a while ago. Joe Rogan went into it probably not too long after. after. Yeah. I mean, I, I knew about like the acid research that they did on people, but I didn't know how like deep it went. Yeah, yeah. So it's almost like uh, The Incredibles. Incredibles 2. I don't know if you guys ever saw that. I did. Where they put like the goggles <laughs> on and it had the fucking hypno screen thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I forget what they yeah. called that guy, but the, they did that the shit. But they would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The screen slaver. Yeah, yeah. So they would actually take mentally unstable uh, prisoners and tie them to chairs and make them listen to like the most annoying sounds ever, like babies crying and fucking jet engines taking off and stuff like that. As they as they played these hypnotic things and they over basically they got really close to overdosing them on LSD the whole time. And then they would give them like code words and stuff to see if they could make them react to these code words when they were sober kind of trying to do the whole mind swipe thing so when like you're like uh like the silver soldier or was that guy in the in the marvel silver soldier. No, the silver soldier the winter soldier the winter soldier like the winter soldier in, Mar- in marvel mm-hmm. when they can basically say like a you know train car whatever the fuck and then they would snap back into this fucking killer mode that was their goal uh i doubt it worked but it definitely made them insane dude they fucking uh so they they basically they released Charles Manson from prison, yeah, and then, yeah. and so he he kept violating his parole, and like like clear parole violations, and he would get sent back to jail, and they would release him the next day, on right. on on orders of the CIA because they wanted to see what he would do in public. Yeah, and so the basically the guy that arrested him, they're just like, oh, it's above my pay grade. I don't give a fuck. Like, yeah, okay, yeah, tell us to let him go. Then you let him go. His name showed up in the database, and someone up above said, nope. Yeah, and so he, he just Start kept breaking out. the law. They're like, nope, sticking back out there. He's part of this shit. Like, we're trying to see what's, what happens. Yeah. 
And I guess uh, they had a they had a thing in San Francisco, like a clinic where uh, I don't know if it was the clinic where they did this or if it was a different place. But basically what they did was uh, they it's probably a different place now that I think about it. But they had a bunch of hookers and <laughs> they, they would bring Johns in that, that went to pay to have sex with them. And then they would have a two way mirror in the room and they would dose these guys with acid. As they were fucking? Before or after they put it in the water. Oh, and shit. so these guys would go in thinking they were going to fuck. And then halfway through, they start tripping on LSD. Oh, that's so fucked, dude. Yeah, dude. And they're watching <laughs> behind this fucking two-way mirror the whole time. And it's like, no. who are they going to tell? Oh, okay. I went to go fucking fuck this prostitute. And I started tripping. Like, what the hell? Like, they're not going to tell anybody. Like, yeah, they're good behind the two-way mirror. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then once Tom O'Neill wrote about this, and like uh, in his book, like three months after his book came out, that clinic shut down. After it had been open for 50 years. Yeah, because attention got drawn to it. Yeah. I don't know if it was 50 years, but it was a, it was a long time this clinic was open. And then it just shut down like right after. Yeah, as soon as you bring attention to it, dude, it's over. Yeah. Especially when it comes to government top secret shit. Mm-hmm. No, they ain't playing games anymore. But guns out. So yeah, Charles Manson, he ended up fucking, uh, a, not, I'm not going to, you know, say this as fact, but wasn't he one of the guys that, like, why did they all kill themselves? Charles Manson, was it because of the Haley's Comet? Was he no, that, I don't know. That is that a was, different one? That's a whole different one, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, the, the Manson family killed themselves because Charles Manson was doing uh, cocaine. Like, cocaine speed, anything you could find, because it was like the 70s. You can bring right. anything. <laughs> yeah. So um, he, started, he started just losing his mind. So um, he, just, he just started having people, like, kill themselves at meetings, trying to, like, Find some like higher being. It was it was something like that. I'm a little uh little fuzzy on the actual details. Yeah. There's actually there's like there's an actually interesting fact about their suicides. Is that you know how people say uh oh don't drink the Kool-Aid? Yeah, you're right. That yeah. it wasn't it's not actually Kool-Aid that they used. It's like uh flavor aid. Because Charles Manson's uh it was like his stepdad or his actual dad, they worked at the flavor aid factory when he was a kid and that's what he grew up drinking. Uh-huh. Yeah, so it was actually, it. Yeah, it was actually yeah. a that they all uh, spiked and killed themselves with. Can you imagine having that power, though? Convinced, like, oh, yeah. tens of people to just kill themselves because of the shit you say? Yeah. Just I thought, I thought that, that's, that's evil. I it thought is. that saying came from the Jonestown cult. Or that, the Jonestown was the one that did the Haley's Comet shit. No. No, I don't think so. No? Which was, one was the Haley's Comet people? I it was the... I'm pretty sure it was the Jonestown one, because there's a recording of all of them doing it. Yeah, I no, the I name of that was, was a different cult. It wasn't the Jerry Town one. I'm no, pretty sure it was. There's only like two surviving members to this day, and they run like their website. Right. Yeah. I think it's like the Solar Solar something. But like all the members killed themselves to, because they believed that behind Haley's comet was the mothership that was going to take right. them off to the planet. Yeah. And that's why Haley's comet comes by every so years. Yeah, to collect like the souls the, that believe. Yeah. Yeah. yeah pretty it's much. A crazy belief system. Yeah. Uh, I think it was Travis Scott who was like going off about them about a year ago. Really, the rapper? Yeah. Huh. He was like he was like quoting them and all that shit on Twitter. I think there's like a couple of song lyrics that are based off of their scripture. Really? But like the two surviving members that run like uh, their their website were saying that they're not affiliated with them and all that shit. So it was just him, you know, piquing a curiosity. Huh. So the Jonestown stuff was in San Francisco, and it was run by a guy named James Jones. But that was in Guyana, so I don't know. 
San Francisco based and they moved to Guyana. I don't, I don't know anything about Jonestown. Yeah, the Jonestown one, that was the one where they uh, put cyanide in the Kool-Aid and then made everybody drink it. Yeah. That's that, was where, that was where I thought that came from. 909 came people. From, uh, 909. Wow, came from uh, Charles Manson. Cyanide poisoning, yep. I think that's why they think it's Kool-Aid, because Jonestown did it with Kool-Aid. Probably. Charles Manson did it. That's crazy stuff, dude. Cults are nuts. Speaking of cults, the Scientology, that shit's fucked up, dude. <laughs> oh, that shit's way fucked up. Scientology, right up here, like not too far from us. Uh, in Hemet. Um, there's one in Hemet? I didn't know there was one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there, there is. Shit. There is, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's uh, right across Gilman, the street Gilman from Gilman San Jacinto College. Oh, God. Yeah, their headquarters is almost right across the street from San Jacinto College. Oh, I used to go to San Jacinto. I fucking yeah. drove through that all the time. Yep. I was and like, I'm gonna see the Scientologists. My, my I'm ex, gonna break down. My ex was saying <laughs> my ex was saying that they used to have groups of the Scientologists come through the campus and try to convert people to Scientology. Oh, I wouldn't even know it. Uh, I went they're all dressed in white, though, they're so. all dressed like cult members, you know. As soon as they started talking about aliens and shit, they're like, oh, go fuck yourself. Yeah, aliens <laughs> and blood and shit. Yeah, I gotta hold on to why why do you think they only get like celebrities? Celebrities have the money to Pour into the bullshit and then right, yeah, yeah that's their whole thing. Drugs too, and mm. depending that's on how they what. got Jason Lee, and that's how they got Tom Cruise. Wow, and John Travolta, John Travolta too. Yeah, Leah John Leah Remini. Leah Remini speaks out against them now, really hardcore. Yeah. Like she, she, she did got, a podcast. She got out. She did a podcast on Rogan where she talks all about it and just outs everything about who, them. She who was the one she that got out, and she's lucky that she's talking about them without getting yeah, killed without yeah, repercussion. Yeah. yeah. They were the only cults that's ever existed that literally blackmailed our federal government into making them a religion. Really? Like, yeah. Actually the uh, because Scientologists tried to blackmail the creators of South Park too. They did. They did. Yeah. Huh. yeah. yeah. I went I went they couldn't find, find shit on them. Yeah they couldn't because they tried they couldn't yeah South Park their whole life is on the Scientology on the TV or whatever. Hmm? I went to Scientology before. Did you? What was yeah. it like? Fucking weird con artist. What did they say? <laughs> Fucking so so they made me take like a test, whatever, right? Right. Figure out my to mind. see if you're contaminated with yeah, demons yeah, or whatever. Right. Surprising thing though. So I spoke with their uh, their therapist afterwards when it when the test results really from the computer. Let me guess they told you you're all fucked up and you need their help. Uh-huh. Straight yeah. up. But the, here's the thing, though. And you have to pay money to get their help? Yes, I did. Yeah. And I didn't. <laughs> but yeah. here's the thing. Though. What the doctor said, he was right. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean was, he was right? I was like, oh, God, what the fuck? Did and he cried in office. Like, <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. It was like a psychology yeah. type thing? Yeah. Uh-huh. So he was like, oh, you're depressed or whatever the hell. But why are you hurting this today? Why are you in the gym a lot? What's Kurt hurting you? Fuck you, you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know me. You don't know me. He's like, yeah, I know you got aliens in you. <laughs> How about you buy this book? <laughs> the can't uh, in there for seven hours. Jesus. Seven hours? Well, just so what they do? Here's the thing, though, because they, they promised me okay. and Keith free food and coffee. Did you get it? <laughs> yes, and it okay. sucked. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was like cold coffee and fucking... <laughs> Oh my Dried God. out pastries. Oh, <laughs> oh this wow. was whack. We came here for free food because we were me and me and Keith went to L.A. 
for essential casting, right? To be an extra in movies, whatever. We try to sign up for that. That's when they try to get you. They, 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 they saw us in line. So so uh, uh, so these people want attention, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> so they picked us. Like, hey, you two, you guys want to come over to our Scientology building? It's like ten minutes away from downtown. Did Hollywood. you know anything about Scientology when they said that? No, I knew nothing. Really? Okay. And Keith was like, "No, bro, don't do it." <clears throat> and then like, Keith went, "Bro, they give us free food, bro." Come on, give us time. Give us free food. Why not? Yeah. He's like, yeah, "Fuck it, all right." So we're there like seven hours taking stupid ass tests and shit. They took uh, Keith in another room testing him, whatever. How do they test you? Just like written tests or they did a written test like first. Blood pressure test, things in your head or what? Do they measure your dick? <laughs> Hell yeah. No, they just not. But I was mad because Keith got the hot one. Oh. <laughs> I got some old saggy old fart like shit. <laughs> so of course you're like breaking down. Motherfucker. <laughs> he chose him because he's more handsome than me to fucking do it. <laughs> but wow. anyways. But yeah, it was hilarious joke, whatever. So it was like written tests? Mm-hmm. What kind Rip. of questions? Questions in general. Like, like, like decisions making, like would you okay. do, blah, blah, blah. Interesting. What TV shows you watch, blah, blah, sports. Very yeah. complicated personal questions, hobbies and stuff. Hmm. You know, it's funny. It's crazy. Hobson talks about how they approached him. Really? And, and him and his friend went in there. Just like for shits and giggles, and like they like started playing this like movie for him, and then like halfway through they were like, "Fucking long is this gonna take?" They're like, "This is all bullshit." They just walked out. (laughs) But yeah, they they blackmailed the federal government. So what they did is they got a whole bunch of uh, people in their Scientology thing, right? This is before they were deemed a religion. They got thousands and thousands of people to go to basically about a thousand different like government offices across the nation and at a set exact time when all of them were open they all went flying in probably like a dozen per office went flying in with rifles and stuff and held all of these offices up at gunpoint and the federal government they they must have had some sort of other alternative information you know for them to kind of be like we're not only taking over a thousand of your offices right now unless you do what we say but we also have information that you don't want leaked and the government went, all right, you know what? Your religion, fine. Don't pay taxes anymore. But they also sent like tens of thousands of, of fax messages to each one of these other offices that they weren't invading. So they just had nonstop papers printing and they were just overloading the whole system so that none of the fucking government offices could do any of their jobs because most of them were being flooded by faxes. So they couldn't use any of their online systems. Their computers were shutting down. The ones that they were at were all currently held at gunpoint. And the government was like, all right, you know what? Just fucking all you want is to be a, a religion. Cool. Just stop. Go away. Mm-hmm. And that was that. Now they're religion. They don't have to pay taxes and shit. Their headquarters is currently up in Crestline, uh, up by a room of the world of high school. We can drive there tomorrow within two hours. And they have inward facing barbed wire fences to keep prisoners in and not people out. And they believe that's where I, I always get Leia Ramini and, and the other chick's name. I forget who the other chick's name is. She went missing like 15 years ago. No one's ever seen her again. They think she's held hostage at the headquarters up there in Crestline. And there's very strong evidence that they have major tunnels 
and like a lot of that fucking area of the mountain hollowed out and they had escape tunnels that come out of the base into San Bernardino. What the fuck? Yeah. It's oh, crazy, God, crazy God. stuff. It's probably Phil Georgia now. It's crazy, crazy stuff. They have cruise <laughs> liners. They have their own fucking cruise liners that are basically oh, warships. Yeah. I forget what they call them, like the Sea Corps, I think. They call them uh, the Sea Corps. Yeah, actually, the predecessor to those <laughs> was a garbage barge. Really? They started yeah. on a garbage barge? Oh, it didn't really start. It kind of, that's kind of where El, El Ron Hubbard's reign kind of ended. Oh, really? Like, towards the end of his life. After his, like, what, fourth wife? <laughs> yeah. Because, like, every time his wife would get old, he'd be like, I don't like you anymore. And yeah. find the next, the next youngest chick in, uh, to the, in the Scientology who <laughs> believed in him. Yeah. And just marry her. But towards the end of his life, he started just going, going a little crazy. Yeah. So he like bought this gar- uh, unused garbage barge and just put the rest of him and his most loyal followers on it. Really? Wow. All That's... he did was just take the garbage off of it. It stank like hell. Oh, like yeah. some of the some of the uh, Got the juices left over and shit. <laughs> probably. <laughs> <laughs> some of the uh, witnesses. They were there said that uh, the hygiene was so bad that everyone was getting sick all the time. They, could, they couldn't even drink the water or anything. They, they didn't do anything to it's bring any sea food. water or garbage barge yeah. water, you know? Like, they, they didn't do anything to bring food on or anything. They just got on it and just stayed on there. But yeah, we still believe in this guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and they, and they still <laughs> ran with him like the whole time. Wow, dude. So they had like this uh, one room that was worse than the rest of the barge. That they would throw people who were being, you know, disorderly in for like days on end. And it's like, what can you do when you're miles out to sea? Jump. Yeah. But, you know, yeah, pretty much. That's it. You do what they say, you jump. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's kind of what their boot camp is nowadays. They put you on the, on the Sea Org or whatever it's called. And, you know, they make you stay out there for at least a year and a half. And then they bring you back. And then you can start doing quote unquote missionary work for them mm-hmm. in all of their, you know, HQs around the nation or whatever, hmm. but they still to this day they have a cruise ship sized boat that's only for Scientologists boot camp recruits. Leah, I think Leah Remini said that that ship is docked now. It is it? It doesn't go anywhere. I think it's docked in like Florida or some shit. Well, that's good. Oh yeah, yeah, Whitewater, Florida. Hmm. Is it Whitewater? I think it's called Whitewater. Hmm. I think there's a whole town out there, like a whole city that's full of them. Yeah, that's crazy stuff, dude. Hmm. Insane. And there's like been reporters and stuff that have done, uh, you know, documents and shit on them. And they just get like completely blackmailed. They help people follow them. They get death threats. They'll fucking do anything they can to make sure these guys are delegitimized, blocked at any chance they get, and are threatened with death all the time. Damn. Have you seen uh, a Momo? (laughs) What's a Momo? Momo, where it's like this little children have made in China, of course. And fucking, uh, they this this creepy ass looking uh, sculpture, whatever, called oh, a Momo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they told they told kids in the middle of the night to go downstairs and turn the the oven on, put all the gas on, and leave it. What? Yeah. And some some and some house apparently exploded some shit. Yeah, they'll blow the fuck up, dude. Mm-hmm. A Momo? Yeah, Momo try to tell kids to tell them to commit suicide. Oh, Momo. Yeah, I know Momo. what you're talking about. I've seen that picture on the internet. It's creepy yeah. as fuck. Yeah, I downloaded the app. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? There's an app? Yeah, there's an app, Momo. I tried it out. It scared the shit because I was like, you know, really high of Captain and Bang drinks, whatever. <laughs> 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 and so my heart I was, was getting wild about Mountain Dew. It's fucking Momo. 
woke me up at two in the morning. He's like, Momo, what? Momo's come to get you. Momo. Yeah, 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 dude. that on your thumb? Yeah, it really happened. Woke That's me creepy, up. dude. Yeah, look, look it up, Momo. Just go down and turn on your desk. Tell me to do stupid shit to kill your parents, whatever. Oh, my God. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Freaky as fuck. Yeah. You ever seen, like, yeah. the ring of the grudge, whatever? Yeah. With a yeah, yeah. creepy way long, well, that's Momo. But she looked like a part bird, part You ever seen the picture? No. Oh, I've never heard anything about So the app literally, like, wakes you up and tells you to go do, like, crazy shit? Yeah. But people said it was I've a hoax. This. People say it was a hoax. Oh, it's not true, blah, blah, blah. But it is right. That was a fucking app. Wow. Well, actually, it kind of is a hoax, because all the app was was just an alarm that just technically played and told you to do dumb shit. Yeah, it's like the whole, the whole like, Momo thing. It was like a, it was a sculpture from Japan. It was. Yeah, just some, uh, some, some, some like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, that face will pop up at two in the morning, wake you up. Momo, yeah. Momo. <laughs> no. Yeah, that's like up, that SC, SCP shit. Yeah, that's that'll get kids to do some shit. You know? Oh. That's why you don't give kids phones that are under like fourteen. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I got my first phone. I was like, like fifth grade. Did you? Those I didn't like, get mine until I was nine. Those like slide phones. Yeah. Like, the, the keypad under the under the slide. You remember the ones that flipped sideways? They like rotated. Yeah. yeah. I think they're called the Jukes, but they were also MP3 players. I wanted one of those when yeah. I was. When <laughs> I, I was never had them, but I had a homie that had one this time. Yeah. <laughs> and they had those like chirp talk ones, they're, like radios. Yeah, that was Blackberry time. Blackberry too. Yeah. Damn, that's crazy. I didn't know anything about that. Yeah. Did you guys hear about Elf on the Shelf? Hmm. It's totally not anywhere near as crazy as this, right? But like, it's a it's kind of like a Christmas tradition. It's Christmas tradition. You move the elf every day. You move the elf for your kids, but the elf on the shelf is supposed to be sitting there watching your kids to make sure that they're behaving and stuff. And if they're not, they report it back to Santa. So Santa knows if you're a bad kid or not. Mm-hmm. You know, there's nothing too crazy about that, but I I feel weird about it because it's kind of getting kids used to like being in a surveillance state. They're kind of growing up being used to being watched on a daily basis. Which well, I'm not parents that'll happen anyway. Right, but it's <laughs> yeah, it's, it's kind of like uh it's kinda of like getting used to like government surveillance state. So it's like kids grow up and like, oh yeah, elf on the shelf. They used to watch me every day and report to Santa, but that's kind of like what what government security cameras would do in the next step of our of our security system. Uh, uh I guess. We are, we're not used to that. We, none of us grew up in that. Imagine us growing up and it was normal for one one month out of the year that we had to just be perfect. Where else? Yeah, but Matt's got a good point. You spend 18 plus years of your life being surveilled by your parents. That's going to fuck you up way worse. And everyone does that. Uh, you heard of Life 360? <laughs> that is a good point. Man. Yeah. Life 360? Yeah. Life 360. It's, it's like, like Momo. A... <laughs> yeah, it's not like Momo. Okay. No, it's just like this little uh, parenting my, my mom has it. She's like it tracks exactly where they are and it goes through like uh oh, okay like whatever phone service you use like you have t-mobile it can see like whoever's on your plan where they oh, exactly really? are pretty much and like while i was in high school my mom's like oh i'm gonna put it on your phone i'm like no you're not yeah <laughs> like I, I wasn't gonna have that shit mm-hmm. yeah i know that apple's got something similar where you can kind of see where each other is at. yeah that's like but you have to give each other the info stuff, yeah yeah you know what I think I think uh, I think Rachel's family does that. The iPhone thing? No, it basically it tracks where the like phone is. Kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the thing is, is like, like 
her her grandparents live in um, like close to Joshua Tree, if not there, you know, I, I can't remember exactly. And something that they like to do is like the last time that she went out there, I went out there with her. We were going to Joshua Tree. We were going. We were going a little fast. And her grandparents had mentioned that we were going faster. Like speeding? Yeah, like it, it'll show you our location on the phone. Like, oh, yeah, look at like a live GPS thing. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And it shows so, like where her parents are, where she is, where her grandparents are. And they've, they've got like this whole networking thing. They asked me if I wanted to join it. And I was like, hell no. I was like, no. <laughs> hell no. Because right it's, it's like you're constantly being tracked at that point. But what sucks? Here's the thing everyone's always like, oh, Oh, you're all about, you know, you don't want the government to watch you, but they can go on your phone at any point in time. But when it comes down to people that you fucking know, that's when it gets weird. You're like, hell no, I'm not going to join your shit because I don't want your grandparents watching me and my fucking speeding habits and shit. But the government does this all the time and everyone's like, well, what can we do about it? You know what I mean? Well, that's kind of true. Well, we, well, we can, we can, we can uh, yeah, control over it. Over time, like we can make a big stink about it us. slowly, but everyone's just so butthurt on going, oh, shut up. You can't do shit about it. Like, okay, if his if her grandparents were to just force you into it, would you be like, oh, well, fucking, what can I do? You'd be like, what the hell? This is bullshit. I I'd say the difference between that is that the government is just a huge entity who has this hand in whatever. So like, if you want a smartphone, that's gonna happen. Yeah. Like any phone, well, it's not even if you want it, you have no choice. And nowadays, yeah. you well, have yeah, that, that, that too. That's that's another thing. You kind of have no choice but to advance with the rest of the society, especially if you're like right. in the working class and all that. So it's a force but thing. Like, so imagine if his, imagine if her grandparents can watch you. Oh, I fucking fight her grandparents, yeah. right? <laughs> so why don't you want to? So why don't you want to fight the government on this? Why well, is it just kind of like, well, well do it. It's, I, it's, I, what it's it kind is. of like pick, picking your battles. Like, like you, you, you it's like a society as a whole needs to pick your battles. If, if like, say, like your parents are like, oh, we want to track you because you know we want to see where you are. You're just like, no, nah, it's a breach of my privacy. You know, right? Because that, that's your parents. You, you, you can win that battle. But when it comes to like the government or whatever, it's you can still win the battle. As a, as oh, you can win the battle, but it's like the problem is it's getting everyone on board with it. Yeah, well, that that that's where you got to pick your battles. You got to that's once yeah. that once that point comes where you can fight that battle, then yeah, definitely take it. We can fight it now, and that'll be the time to fight it. But no one wants to fucking accept that. Well, it's gonna be too late by the time we realize it. Society has forgotten that the government works for us. Right. Exactly. Yeah. That's that's the main point when it yeah. comes to most of the fucking violations of our life. Is that everyone's forgotten that they're we're the ones that elect them. They're I, supposed I'm, to be working for us. I think everyone's forgotten about <clears throat> the literal constitution that is in, well, the, the amendment that's in our constitution that says if the people of the U.S. find their government uh, not satisfactory, we have every right to overthrow them. Right. But exactly. they want us to forget. That. That's what the Second Amendment is. And for. nobody wants to act on that. Right. And that's also why we have the Second Amendment. Yeah. The thing is, especially out here in California, people are like, oh, what are you supposed to do? The people that are in power are literally, especially where we're at in SoCal, they're in the farthest corner away from us for our entire nation. Well, so we like in order for us to make a statement here in SoCal, we'd have to travel two and a half thousand miles to the opposite corner of the country to be there in person to say anything about it. And also, you gotta think you got to think about <clears> what... Oh shit! I think we're kind of getting on politics right now. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Whatever. I'll, 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 I'll finish what I was saying. You just, you got to think about uh what uh what parties in power at the time. I think really? we could talk about politics as long as we're not talking about like science and shit. 
I agree with that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. This is a pretty general so, bias. Uh, yeah. yeah what you just said was kind of getting me. Cause like, cause like, you're right. Yeah. It's just a neutral thing. Like, yeah. It all depends say, on who's. Say, say you got a, say you got like a, a democratic leader in power uh, in the presidency. But at the same you time, you can definitely rally up the uh, the hardcore. Um, you know, Republicans in like the, the middle, the Midwest and all that Yeah. to go down to D.C. I personally think that Republican, Democrat, Green Party, liberal, all that shit, I don't think that has anything to do with the surveillance state. I think the surveillance state does what they want and the party system kind of plays along with it. Kind of almost like the shadow government, so to speak, quote unquote. But I think like, like the CIA, FBI, <laughs> NSA, I think they do their own shit. And most of the people that are in the political party system don't have access to that information anymore. Than oh, yeah, the government doesn't work together. It's like so it's almost it's not really a political thing. It's the fact that we were being surveilled by these people that literally they're the only ones that are able to access this information. You know what I mean? So it's I feel like it's. When you think about it, the president's only in office for four years. The guy that runs the CIA does it for 20. The entire Congress does it for two, but they can get reelected any right. as many times but you don't, as they you want. You don't elect the fucking leader yeah. of the CIA. You don't elect the leader of the NSA, the leader of the FBI. They're just no, it's there. Like a, it's like a They're promoted. They, they do up. their own fucking thing, and they decide who in the, 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 the public eye has any sort of deal with it at all. They could be like, oh, I don't like you. You guys have no idea what we're doing. Fuck off. You know, you better pass some laws to make me tell you shit. And that's, that's like, just how it is. The the, the, the quote unquote shadow government, the, the the surveillance portions. What are the, the three letter people? They do their own goddamn thing. You know, and those are the ones that we need to, to bring attention to. But everyone's mm-hmm. focused on those in, in on the limelight on TV. The alphabet yeah. people. The alphabeters, dude. Yeah. The alphabeters are the ones that fucking know everything. Yeah. Motherfuckers, you want in your life. Mm-hmm. They know the ones that are in your life the most. That reminds me about, like, uh, I've been thinking about this recently because I went work for a union. Mm-hmm. But um, you know how, like, was it, like, back in the 50s or something like that? Uh, it was the mobsters who started the unions. I'm not sure. Really? But I believe yeah, it. It honestly. was unions... Because uh, the, all the all like the factories, you no, know, there was like was like bad working conditions that people would die left and right and all that, mm-hmm. and they just wanted to be able to work safely, so they would like they but they couldn't do anything because there was rich people who was paying them the yeah. money and they literally couldn't go anywhere else. So yeah. I, I don't I don't know who exactly the mobsters' names, but I know it was like the mob, the mafia, and all that. They supplied these people with like weapons like okay now go have like a little uprising at this factory and they would and people would get shot people would get killed but then the mafia people would just come in and be like oh yeah if you don't want this to happen then uh you know right they they unionize yeah Hmm. i I may have some of the details a little like no fuzzy wrong because it's been a while since like it was like i think it was called gangs in new york i was watching it, they, they basically would show up and they would cause the issues. They would arm the people to cause the yeah, issues. Yeah. Then they would show up and be like, we're going to provide security. And then that kind of formed the leadership of having a group of people fight for their own yeah, rights. So the, so the first, so it was the very first step for the unions. First, no, it was like the first unions were run by the mob and people were the very first. And that's why that. you pay for a union because they had to pay the mobsters right. for protection. Yeah. So they literally caused the racket. 
and that's what started the whole fucking thing. Essentially. But the unions are a great thing. The unions are a great thing. And then yeah. once once and, people and, in power started realizing that the people, the workers were having the power put back on their side, yeah. then they started the propaganda thing saying unions are bad. They're raising well, that, our taxes. Thinking. It's like they're they're ruining the economy because we have to pay them more. Huh. It's got me thinking. It's like because history can be changed by anybody. Anybody can change history. Like like uh, in like two generations, people can wait for us to die off and say like Adolf Hitler was a good person, and everybody would believe it. Because yeah. history can be ruined by anybody. So what's to stop them from saying, oh yeah, unions are good now. They're just run by people who want people to work freely and without, you know, all these restrictions and stuff. Mm-hmm. But like, what if, you know, they're still run by like the mafia or, or something like that? Yeah. No, like, and they use like unions to do whatever. That's kind of the fucked reality of everything. When you think about it, there's yeah. always someone in the shadow that's there's really pulling there. the strings, you know? Mm-hmm. We all just hear what they want us to hear. Mm-hmm. That's what's fucked. Mm-hmm. And that's what pisses me off so much about especially what's going on right now is everyone's so polarized and everything but it's because those that have the power are pulling the strings in the right places to make people believe what they want them to believe mm-hmm. and it's gotten to the point now where those in power are like no fuck you no fuck you we're gonna make our side believe this we're gonna make your side believe this blah 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 and now everyone as masses are like oh ah, clashing yes you know and then it's all based on incomplete information this lady oh man uh, during the debate Another good point. If you guys, you guys gonna have, if you two politicians are gonna fight each other, then that may, then, then that makes the people of America fight each other. How is that gonna come any good? Right. How does that and solve any fucking thing? Exactly. If you guys get along, we'll get along. But if you guys are gonna fight each other, it doesn't matter how you look at. It, we fight each other. That's what divides us. Yeah, united we stand, divided we fall. Exactly. And normally, it's the people outside of our society that want us to be divided because it's the easiest way to conquer us. Most of us want so, power. They just see us as votes. They just see us as right. puppets. Yeah. Sheeple. Mm-hmm. No matter what side you're on. Exactly. So it doesn't make sense for one side to call the other side sheeple because we're all fucking sheeple. Yeah. Nobody knows what's going on behind the curtains. Nobody knows what the Wizard of Oz is really doing. <clears throat> you know? How do we go from cold leaders to this? <laughs> well, we can go back and look. It was a 25, yeah. 35 minute conversation. Slow conversation, man. <laughs> so, I just say uh, right wing and left wing, they're both wings, both uh, part of the same bird. Yeah, absolutely. It's the fucking heart beating at the center that, and the brain that controls everything. Yep. The, I heard this on a Rogan podcast. Like, some guy makes a speech. I don't know who the guy was. And I'm not even close to details. But, like, uh, this dude. He was saying, like, what What if, like, in reality, that both sides are working together behind the scenes to cause all this uprising that's and bullshit? It's a, a crazy, uh, crazy concept. It is a crazy that, that's, that's what it is. That's why they say yeah. they're both wings of the same bird, which means it, they're both working together. There's a brain in the center controlling both but all, wings. But all the, but all the public is, relations is causing bullshit. They're it's controlling, they're making the wings flop not correctly, and then we're going to crash into the ground on purpose. Well, yeah. yeah. It's crazy to think of all those things because I mean you can you can constantly lose yourself in the conspiracies, the what ifs, and all that. Mm-hmm. You know, none of us really know. Like he was saying, none of us know for sure what's going on, and we never will if we're not supposed to. And the thing is, is that oh yeah, how, how are we ever gonna? You know, cigars hit me hard now. <laughs> we're, we're not, and you you can get lost so easily. 
with all those thoughts, you, you might as well just live your life. Yeah. Right. I mean, I, I, do you think there's going to be a change tomorrow, the next week, the next oh. month, the next year? I was telling, I might, I might have been that's telling come you up. this. It's happened over four years. But it's like, dude, everyone, everyone gets so caught up. I think I was telling you this. You were. You're so caught up in politics lately. At least four years. I was like, dude, I was so caught up in, in politics a few years ago. And then one day I was like, dude, like, I can't change anything. And no matter what, no matter who's elected president in November, no matter uh, what laws get passed or anything like that, I can't do anything as an individual. And no matter what happens, I have to get up and go to work tomorrow. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. My, my, my <laughs> life doesn't change. So yeah. fucking fuck yeah. all of it. Well, no, like, not necessarily from that point. But I'm enjoy it. Enjoy your life. Enjoy what you can do as yeah. an individual. It is, and enjoy the life that you have because you only get one. So why can't get caught up in so many others? That's what he's saying. What? Just yeah, no, I know. Mm -hmm. Just just enjoy it because we're not going to see the we're not probably not going to see the change. In grand scheme, it doesn't actually affect you. It, <laughs> like, really, it really everyone, does, you're right. Everyone's caught up in tribalism and like but what being stresses a part of one me, side. What stresses me out the most is a life that our grandkids are going to live. Well, that's why for them to deal kids. with, you know. I mean, that's I, why you're like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, no, don't be selfish, no. prick, and get bitches pregnant, man. <laughs> so my point is, is, you know, once you once you have kids, you want them to live in the best you world want possible. Them to live in the best right, world but possible, but I don't either, see the future. Like if you you're didn't saying, care now and try to make a change, then they're going to grow up in whatever path that the, the people that are pulling the strings so, want it. There's only so much you can do, though. Right? You know, like when your when your parents raise you. They try to give you the best life you can have, and they'll they'll push you to enjoy that life. But at, there's a certain point where the training wheels come off, and you have to live that part by yourself. You have to adapt to the circumstances. Your parents can't have you on a pedestal your whole life. You you eventually have to go and deal with what's happening, and you need to well, enjoy yourself and adapt to what it is. I'm sure when like I'll have children, that my children will have children. They eventually will move on from that pedestal, that safety net, and they're gonna have to adapt and live through the life that is present. Right. When I'll be long gone, I'll enjoy the life that I had and I will give as much as I can to my child as far as I can until the point where you have to let them go and you have to let them deal with the world that is now theirs. I agree with that 100%. You're talking about adapting to what the new societal norms are, which would be the path that we're riding our bikes down. Exactly. And the but thing, the thing you're is, saying, you're saying you're scared of it. And that's, that's fine. It's, it's valid. But you shouldn't feel bad to have kids. The thing is, is none of us are controlling the handlebars. Well, we're never going to. But can you ride your bike? We're talking about that. I don't want to ride my bike with no metronome. <laughs> the, reason why, she goes. <laughs> the reason why me and Bram were saying we don't want kids because if you think about it, it's I'm talking about outside the political world, right? I'm talking about the future is probably going to be overpopulated. There's going to be so much food left, right? And, right. And all the and all the all the forests are catching on fire. The goddamn the Amazon was on fire. That that produces they were like, intentionally burning that. That that was fifty percent of our oxygen yeah. in the planet, and half of it's on fire. So and now um, what I'm saying is, is like eventually all the trees get burnt, more houses get built, more trees get burnt down. That's what We're stresses me out. Exactly. That's what stresses me. That's our what I'm saying. are gonna fucking die and yeah, this is this is outside way. political world. This is just like global issues. Yeah. 
This is why I don't want to have kids. They're, they're, my grandkids are going to be dealing with this shit. I'm going to be like dead and chill. <laughs> right. I mean, that's the thing is like, we can easily go out. Oh, ignorance is bliss. Like, we're yeah. not going to be around for it. Yeah, exactly. But the problem is you were freaking out a couple episodes ago when you were talking about what's the difference between adaptation and evolution. We were talking about robotic body parts and shit. That's, none of that's mm-hmm. going to fucking matter, dude. If none of us can fucking grab the handlebars now. Mm-hmm. Look, man, we, as a, as a, as a planet, a few months ago, we all thought we were watching the series finale of Earth. Yeah. Right? Yeah, and imagine having that. kids and making them go through that. That's, that's right. Exactly. You know what I mean? We all know what that feels like. That's fucking... Yeah. Don't have kids and make them actually go through it. Yeah, like, people, people don't think. They don't think the aftermath. Like, oh, let's have kids. Be nice romance. They have a great family. Like, fuck you. You know what shit we're going to... You know what shit they're going to deal with with their grandkids and their grandkids? Everyone's bought into the dream that they sell. You. Yeah. It's like, you need to have exactly. a second family and a... Too many movies. (laughs) At the same time, you can't just give up. No, but what do you mean give up? You can't just give up and be like, I'm not gonna have kids because we're all fucked anyways. Right, but unless I see real hope, real chance of us, you know, making. I don't see how that's giving up. By saying I'm not gonna have kids because I don't want to subject them to our shitty future where all we're gonna die. That's that's they're not all gonna die, but they're all gonna struggle. That's next generation. That's that's giving up on the next generation. Well, to a degree. Well, they are going to struggle with us that way. They, they will, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Kind of an extreme point of view, I think. Yeah, but that's when it comes down, when you boil it down to it, that's basically what, what the point is of what you guys are saying. Don't have kids because we're all fucked anyways, and don't subject them to that. Well, so you can think about it like this. You don't know how the next generation is going to uh, react to anything. Because, exactly. like, correct. Look, look how like we reacted gen- to COVID. We were gen- reacting- example, everyone bought toilet paper for stupid-ass reasons. Well, the thing is, is, with Generation Z, they don't give a fuck about anything. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, have you seen the memes where it's, like, oh, millennials, they have, like, this, like, real depressing, like, picture, and it's, like, oh, life doesn't mean anything. And then, like, like a Gen Gen Z will have the same caption, but it'll be, like, a dude doing this with a fucking joint in his mouth. He's, like, yeah, life doesn't mean anything. Yeah, I haven't seen that. It's funny as shit because it's true. Because it's like the ne- this generation of kids don't give a fuck about anything. We're kind of waking yeah. up as we go. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. but like at the same time, they do give a fuck. You know, because like you see like like the protest that happened a while ago. A lot of those kids were like Gen Z kids who were just sticking up for what they believe in. Right. And you know, if you think about it like that, if that's what the next generation is going to be doing, then that's that's pretty goddamn cool. It is cool to a degree, but at the same time, that's just kind of going fuck it, we're fucked, you know, and that's not yeah, exactly the know, right approach. Well, like if you, if you think about it with like the whole like conspiracy shit with like the government working with like you know puppets and shit, every every empire falls eventually. Like right. Rome, they had. They thought they were going to last forever. Yeah. And they enjoyed their peace so much that they got invaded. We're with their fucking backside. The U.S. is the next on the pedestal. We're on yeah, the world's exactly. view. So we're the ones trying to so get undermined like, and destroyed. Just like Rome. The, the downfall so, of Rome, when, when Rome collapsed, you know what they were focused on? They were focused on uh, gender shit that we are focused on right now. Did you know that? When, know. when a society gets too... Uh, when when life gets too easy for a society, they start to focus on uh, so does, does gender even matter? Because you're, you're you're creating people 
people need struggle whether we like it or not people need struggle and it's one of the it's like a yin and yang of life life people need struggle like uh viscerally and when we don't when life is too easy we're creating struggle you can see it society right now we're fucking we're protesting against fucking uh uh, equal equal rights for like gender equality all this other shit and the same thing happened in rome back in the day right before they collapsed and then it's funny because now it's happening here in the u.s this is why history is doomed to repeat itself why history is so important at the same time, it's such a boring fucking subject. <laughs> no one wants to pay attention to that shit, you know? Actually, that's not all that true. I was very... I really like history. I really do. Most oh, yeah, people... Too, I, love it. Yeah, oh, I like I, World War II. You go, I took a tour in Rome. It all depends how far back in history you go. I don't like the last hundred years of history. I got. I, I went to a tour in Rome outside the Coliseum. They were telling me, like, Rome got, got invaded by China. Yeah. They destroyed the majority of their shit. Which was beautiful. It was a real shame. It's just it's just a big mess outside of Coliseum. We we don't know. That's why it's kind of partially destroyed, right? Yeah. Yeah. We don't know what what, what Rome really looked like back in the day because that shit was just demolished. Yeah. And history is written by the winners. That's why we don't erase it. We have to look at it. Right. But some people want to erase. People in America do want to erase our American history. Right, which is stupid. It is stupid. We need that to learn from it, not to make the same goddamn mistake. It's like, ah, oh, let's just let's just fucking destroy everything that taught us a lesson. Yeah, that's what that's what. <clears throat> I'm not gonna go down that road. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's it's. Yeah, it's, it's crazy fucking. What pisses me off is that is that we all majority of people we have to we're back to square one talking about the same goddamn subject about we need to learn about history we repeat the same shit year after year generation after generation yeah it's like we're learning and On then we go back we go forward we go back we're forward backwards. On a small scale it's generation to generation. On a large scale it's like you know century to century and then on a further scale it's millennium millennium or whatever the fuck's after that. Yeah. But that also kind of leads credence to the whole uh, simulation theory. <laughs> I'm not going to jump into it. No, the, the crazy thing that took me a minute to, to grasp is that they say that uh, the, the more, uh, the faster that technology progresses as far as like video games goes and like virtual reality and all that, the more likely it is that we're living in a simulation. Well, yeah, when you think about it, everything is code, everything is math, everything. So, like, we have, uh, what is it? Everything Everything we do the next day is mapped out. Yeah. The math we can't comprehend. Right, well, some of us can, the odds, most of us can't. The odds of us, you know, getting up in the morning. You yeah. know what I mean? Everything has to do with math, mm-hmm. which math is, is where fucking... Universal language, that's why. Right, which is crazy, because math is where code comes from. Uh-huh. Ones and zeros. Yeah, it's all nuts, dude. It's crazy how that shit works. It's crazy because I didn't believe it until I really thought about it. And I was like, oh, Everything. like as the technology becomes available, this, it, suddenly it's like, oh, we might actually be in one because yeah, it, it's it's available. Right. We're slowly starting to decipher the fucking you know system that we live in. And no, eventually, we're going to be able to reproduce that system. No, you should watch so whatever degree. documentary. That's a, a little a little TV series. What is it? Year a million, year one million? million. Yeah, year a million. Hmm. They talk about oh, year one million. Yeah. yeah. So 
they're just saying like we're on our way to st stimulated life like we're gonna yeah. live a life in computers computers yeah you already know it's gonna take over our lives i'd rather watch year one honestly you one is such a good movie <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking love that movie year one was great. <laughs> Oh, is that the one with uh, Jack Black? Yeah, Jack yeah, Black and, yeah, yeah. and Michael Sarah. Yeah. Why well, don't Michael Sarah though? How come? How come he's not in the movies now? I don't know. I, don't I know. think he kind of overplayed his role. He's kind of like a nerdy dork kid. Yeah, that but I hear he's kind of like a really. He probably got tired guy. of. Him. Yeah. Like I hear he had like a no like look touch policy. Like he was just an absolute like yeah, I could see it. Dude. I could see he's a like he 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 played the a meat nerdy guy yeah. all the time because that damn super bad movie yeah exactly. shit afterwards exactly I, I i think he just genuinely people just got sick of it well yeah. i think i mean if you look at all his movie roles he kind of just plays the same character like right he gets old not, you know maybe he's not that diverse as an actor right look at adam sandler though he plays like the same actor oh he plays himself so that's kind of one yeah. thing but he puts himself in different roles same thing with kevin hart too plays Kevin Hart in every movie. And Dwayne yeah, Johnson. And Dwayne Johnson. Dwayne Johnson's always the big guy. Literally. Kind of like Jason Statham. We don't see Jason much anymore. You know? I think some people just retire. At the same time, well, that's probably back to the Scientology thing. I was going to say Tom Cruise kind of plays the same role every time, but Scientology probably has something to do with keeping him in in, in popularity. Is it really the only movies he's been doing is Mission Impossible. Mission yeah. Impossible style movies, even if it's not Mission Impossible. He's always kind of the same character, you know? Yeah. Oh, he's actually going to fucking go into space and film a movie, like real space. Really? No, Tom Cruise is, yeah, in the next two or three years. Oh, I'll, I'll be bad. They're filming a real movie. <laughs> they're filming a real movie in real space, and Tom Cruise is going. How much money is that going to cost? Only Scientologists know. Isn't that nice, though? That's pretty cool. Have you guys, uh, the, the, speaking of Adam Sandler, the, the new movie that came out on Netflix? I, I haven't seen it yet. I almost watched it the other night. Hubie Halloween. Yeah, I saw it. Is it good? No, no, I, I, I saw the trailer. Oh, okay. It's actually kind of funny. Is it? It, did, it didn't look that movies. funny to me. It, it's not hilarious. It's not like you laugh out loud, but yeah. you just laugh. It's entertaining. Yeah. As soon as he starts doing that weird like voice, I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's what Adam Sandler is It's going to be one of those movies. Have you guys heard it in real life? It sounds really deep. His real life voice is like, hey, what's up? Oh. <laughs> Straight out. Uh, like an interview? Yeah. yeah. No, like real life. Like there's videos of him passing people on the street. And he's like, hey, man, how's it going? And everyone's like, what the fuck? <laughs> I huh. saw that. That's his real he's life. He's pulled over and over. He's like, hey, what's up? Hey, hello. And then like in the movie, he's like, hey. Yeah. Huh. I mean, yeah, he kind of puts on the character. Yeah. He well, I, his I, voice by I didn't think the, my favorite Sam, Adam Sandler movie is Clayton. Really, it's your favorite? It was yeah. so impressing, dude. I like this. Yeah. Cool, His what whole movie? life passes like, ahead of him. Oh, Click. Yeah, yeah. That movie's so sad, dude. That was like my childhood movie right there. I like the Cobbler, too. All oh, the Cobbler, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm not a fan of that one. That was so slow and like. I actually like it a lot. Really? I, I like him. I like him when he's not trying to be funny all the time. I think, yeah, I think he plays serious movies. He he plays a good like depressed guy. Like too. Uncut Gems, like, Cobbler. I haven't seen I haven't Uncut. Seen Tyler Tyler told me Uncut Gems sucks, and I'm I went to watch the end of it. The whole the whole oh, main scene just time. wasn't. There was I mean like the biggest like the main scene was this build up to like a two second moment. 
Really? Yeah. Oh, speaking you know, of Adam Sandler. You know what, oh, sorry. Uh, he's gonna. He wants to do a movie of a multiverse of all his characters in one movie. That'd be fucking cool. And uh, Adam Sandler. No, hasn't he learned from Jack and Jill though? I love Jack. Yeah. 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 But he wants. He wants to do all his characters in one movie. But one people on Instagram or social media was saying, "Well, all his characters are the same though. How's that gonna work?" <laughs> yeah, they'd all have to be family members or something. We're all him too. Like he, yeah, you know, it'd be like uh, Eddie Murphy. Murphy's thing when he did Doctor Doolittle. Yeah, yeah, that'd be you know, I mean, uh, the clumps. The clumps. The clumps. Yeah. yeah the no. Clumps. Uh, just watch the goddamn movie over there. The Nutty Professor. That's yes. Exactly, that's yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's the, the name clumps. of the family. The clumps. Yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah. The Nutty yeah. Professor. This is a pretty good movie. No, you haven't seen Nutty Professor. I might have seen like some scenes. That's a good one, dude. You gotta watch it. That was the second one's better than the first. Uh, I'd say the first one's better. I don't remember. I saw the second Doctor Doolittle, and it was pretty on par with the first one, I guess. But I didn't see the second. Robert Downey did Doctor Doolittle. Yeah, didn't he do something? Yeah, Yeah, it was like a reading. Robert Downey Jr. did do Doctor Doolittle. I forgot about that. That was was last year. Was it really? That was in 2018. But it wasn't long ago. Yeah. You could say the same thing about uh, Jim Carrey too. He kind of plays the same character, but like at the he same does. time, yeah, Jim Carrey does. Yeah. At the same time, he's actually like when you give him an actual like good role, he does like a mm-hmm. really good job at it. He does like Truman Show. Yeah, like the Truman Show. Yeah, yeah Truman Show is one of my favorite movies ever. Mm. It's just such a different concept. There's no other movie out there like that. The Truman Show does not follow any sort of Hollywood uh, script, you know. Oh, God, I saw something recently that reminded me of The Truman Show. I'm going to be really mad when someone copies the, the, the timeline or the, the idea of The Truman Show. I'm going to be really mad because that's like one of a kind, dude. In my mind, anyways, maybe I haven't like seen that far enough, but I've never seen anything like The Truman Show before. The one, the one movie that comes close, kind of, that I can think of off the top of my head is Cabin in the Woods. To The Truman yeah, Show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Really? No, have you no, seen Kevin not, Isn't not, Kevin the Woods a horror movie? Yeah. Yeah, but it's, yeah. it's it's the concept of people being watched. Yeah. On multiple cameras. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Throughout their whole life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not their yeah. whole life. Not, not their, their whole life. life. It's like have you seen the Evil Dead? I've seen parts, clips. You've seen the Evil Dead? No. Not even the new I'm one? not a huge fan of horror stuff, so I don't really watch. Oh, okay, well it's it's the cabin from the Evil Dead with like kind of the same thing. Uh the they like open up a book and spawns a bunch of zombies and whatnot. And it also has like the uh, the thing from Hellraiser. Thing like, Hellraiser, like, a, like a ball <laughs> or a cube or something. So what they so they go, I forget how how they come into the situation. Well, basically they end up going to a cabin in the woods. And I think it was like, like one of the guys' they, cousins or something. Yeah, so they they get stuck in a big dome where they can't leave, and they they're in this cabin and they they eventually find the basement underneath, and they go in the basement and there's all these artifacts. And uh, it doesn't it doesn't matter what they choose or I mean it does but like they they can pick up anything and then as soon as they fuck with it a certain way it spawn like a, it it arises it'll bring like zombies out of it spawns zombies out of the ground or oh, like really? a, it'll bring uh, like a vampire family in or like a all this crazy like, like there's a serial killer like board game type basically, thing basically yeah kinda. in a way you choose your own fate without you knowing. Yeah, because whatever you touch and like like Brandon was saying, whatever you mess with, uh gets put 
in that dome with you and it's it's only desire is to kill you and it's televised just you it's solely wow. no no it goes it goes after yeah. all well it'll go after everybody but it it's, after it's main it's main purpose was to kill you because you chose that place. it's main purpose is to kill them all because you're trying to appease the god Oh, that's right. I think they televised it too, right? Yeah, and it's yeah. it's, it's, it's televised it too. Yeah. It's televised, yes. Really? And the whole and it shows like the cuts of like the company in the background, like yeah, uh, yeah. watching, like, reacting to everything, and like, like Cabin in the, the Woods. Woods. I think it's, it's on Netflix. Really, it's, it's, it's kind of a cheesy movie, but at the same time, it's I love cool that concept. Yeah. It's got yeah. the same kind of concept. I love like okay, because like it's a horror version of Truman Show. Yeah, they go like under the cabin, okay, for a second. There's just like this whole facility under it, and like all these like different like. Or monsters and all that. Wow, that's a trip. That's a good movie. You should watch it. Yeah, yeah I might have to watch it. it. That sounds actually pretty interesting. Yeah, there's a TV, not a TV show, but like a Netflix series that came out not too long ago that kind of had the same concept, but it was a, it was a house in San Francisco that was built on this like specific like um, geographic zone. Here you call them like a GPS coordinate, you know, and this house itself was like a maze built by these people. And when you go in there, like nobody ever leaves, but it's really hard to, to figure out that this is the place to go. So people would like spend their whole lives fucking researching shit. And they would finally, after years and years, come up with these coordinates, go to the house, and they would get in there. And it becomes like this fucked up mind fucking maze game. Mm. All of a sudden, they're stuck in the like, they end up, they open a door, and it's like this weird fucking bloody looking forest thing. And it's just full of like bodies coming out of the ground. And then, like, they would go to the cops, and the cops would go look. They'd open the door, and it's a brick wall. There's nothing there. Mm. So, no one ever believed them. I can't remember what the name is, but it's very like, it's very Hunting on Hill House esque, you know? Mm. Can't, I wish I could remember what it was called. It's been a long time since I watched it, but mm. yeah. I think, I think nowadays, no one could do a really good like horror movie. I agree. Like, like, why I'm not the conjuring that. was kind of okay, but then everything. But then, like the second one was, you know, horrible. Yeah, the, it's all Insidious, jump the first first Insidious was good, but then everyone after that was well, bad. that's because yeah. people get desensitized to what fear is. I like so my like, fuck ones, dude. I, like, yeah, uh, I, like, I like the psychological ones more. Like I that one where it was like a mirror in the house. I was just thinking of that movie. Yeah, and like, like it looked one. like the guy was like he, he was about to eat an apple and he bit into it and his mouth started bleeding and there was a light bulb and then yeah, like, I, I don't like couldn't, that one. He couldn't get out of the house. That one, that one was pretty cool. What was the name of that movie though? I don't remember, but it was so. I can't remember. Those but are the ones that I like because it one, just fucks me up. Because I'm like, how do you get psych- out of here? I yes. need to get out of here right now. Psychological horrors yeah. make you really think yeah. about the situation, and then yeah. that's what puts you in a fear state because right. it's like because there's no there's no correct answer. Exactly. There's you just know? one I saw on Netflix. It's called Barricade. Uh, it was like I was just trying to find like horror movies to watch because uh, I think I was like in, I do that a lot. I was too. in high school and I was like, oh, I just want to find a horror movie to watch, and I come across this, but like this guy uh, moves. I think it was like it was it was some some like snowy place like i don't know if it was like canada or montana or whatever <laughs> but he moves there with his two kids because i think his wife had just died and uh they move into this house that's just kind of secluded from everyone else and he starts having like uh he starts like hearing like ghosts and stuff and like he's starting to see like these uh these like weird illusions of his kids getting messed around with like what uh like his son would fell into like a bathtub of water and he just disappeared like he's just oh, having shit. this whole uh there's like this old guy they found at a con- uh, met at a convenience store they came up to check on him and like he like was like sucked out into like a void and then like towards the end of the movie he comes up and finds his kids like up in the attic and he like lays down with them because he thinks they're dead 
but like the whole twist to it is he was just having this fever dream. Manic he was just, almost. yeah, he was just sick because really? the guy they met at the convenience store was sick and he gave it to him and his kids. Imagine so, if like, that was a coronavirus to you. Everything he was like thought was like paranormal was just him being a good dad. Like his kids falling into the bathtub, that was just him giving his son an ice bath because he had a fever. Really? And the the, the 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 guy getting sucked out into the vortex was just him shoving him because he was mad at him that he gave him that he got him all sick. Really? And like his kids up in the attic, he put them to bed. Wow. <laughs> it, it's just it it was like one of the one of like the best psychological wars I've ever seen, like just out of nowhere. Wow. It was like so those are the ones I could dig, you know? Yeah. But yeah. it takes a minute for me to get into it. Just because I'm just not a huge oh, yeah, fan of horror stuff. Once I realize that that's kind of the concept, and then I'm like, all right. But for this, you really don't realize that's the concept until like the end of the movie. So you gotta really? really watch through it. Yeah. Can I bump one more, Brian? Thank you. Yeah. It's definitely one of my favorite ways to pass the time. Is going on Netflix One thing and, back. and looking for random horror movies. Oh yeah, because uh, ninety uh, percent of the time you find really bad ones. Ninety percent of the time, I'd say. <laughs> but sometimes you can pull out a real gem. Oh. Mm. Nice. Like the whole reason why I started falling in love with horror movies is because of the Nightmare Before Elm Street series. There is this one that I just saw recently. Oh, yeah, I think it was called Apostle or something like that. Oh, I heard both were good. Yeah, that was a good one. I found that on Netflix. Um, I'm trying to remember what it was. It was all about, to be honest with you. It was it was like this guy going, and this is tying into what we talked about earlier, trying to blend in with this cult while trying to pull his, I believe, sister out of it. And the whole thing, the whole process is just really messed up, but it's really cool. Great movie. Do you remember Mother? I do remember Mother. I remember oh how pissed off God. I was because of like how bad it was. <laughs> mother and or Mama? Mother. Both. Uh, Both. Mama, Mama. I watched that when I was younger, but now that I look back to it, it's like that was kind of a crappy movie. Yeah. <laughs> but Mother. Oh God, that was. That was. That was, that was, that was I haven't seen either one, but I've just heard of them. They're bad. Are they? They're not the best. Huh. The mother was more of a trip, yeah, especially towards the end. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> huh. Huh. Man, I was looking forward to Halloween too this year. I, you know what they yeah. say, it's canceled, but I'm not 100 percent sure how people are gonna react to it. I think it's canceled, but unless I heard rumors, no. they're gonna go to a drive-thru movie. I heard no, I heard they said it was canceled and then everybody like threw a stink about it and so they're uncancelled it, I guess. For reals? Yeah. Ooh, I was yeah. I was gonna ask, when are we gonna go to the pumpkin patch as a family? <laughs> Dude, I drove by it. The one you kind of Oh that shit's popping. It, it looks Everyone's dope as fuck. Going there. I just saw it. I'm like, oh my god, we gotta go. I used to go there all the time as kids. Yeah. Fuck yeah, bro. We were talking about like, as a house fucking Doing shit this year as far as the holidays goes. Last year we didn't do anything. We yeah. didn't fucking, I never did put a tree up. We didn't carve pumpkins. No, I wasn't here for Halloween. Yeah, it's true. But I was here for Christmas. Yeah. That's why I have that mini Christmas tree in my room. Yeah. Is because I was so bummed out we didn't put a tree up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we gotta we gotta add some flavor to this house, man. Yeah. I think next week we should all go. 
Okay. He's got to find a day. We all have different days off and shit. Yeah. I'm gonna ask them, Top of the haystack with me. <laughs> Go in the barn. We need to find out yeah. how late it's open. Corn maze yeah. and get lost. Fuck yeah. Make out in the corn. I'm pretty corn. sure it's open during the <laughs> night. Oh, That's true. Right? Yeah, I'll be dude. crying in the corner because I'm lost. <laughs> be like, yeah. You listen, okay? Listen for the, the little bit Dude, if I hear crying in the corn maze, I'm going to run from it. So you better not start crying. <laughs> Like Bro, fuck man, that. She's gonna be cowboy frustrated. Like, oh, God. All this horror movie talk. All this horror movie talk. I hear crying in the middle of porn maze. Dude, I want to see what some aliens walk through that bitch like signs. Yes, <laughs> crossing the path, dude. I'll be like, I'd sprint oh. straight through it. Fucking pop out on the highway. The uh, children of the porn. I Way never watched day, it, yeah. but I heard it was good. I've seen it. It's an older it movie. It's, it, nowadays, it's probably pretty cheesy. It came well, out in yeah, like the 90s. It, it, it came out in like the 70s. More, okay, so yeah. Really? It's, it's a boring-ass movie. Is it? Oh, the nice. best part was the beginning when the kids started killing yeah. parents. No. And then yeah. literally that was it. <laughs> Besides that, it's, yeah. it's, it's too like yeah. on I couldn't get into it. Sounds like the opposite. Should have been killing parents at the end of the movie. Yeah. Now they just go into a diner and just start slaughtering every adult in there. Yeah, I actually liked the I liked it all the way through when I watched it, honestly. What was oh, that movie? What was that movie where it was like you? the uh uh I was a teen I think when I saw it. What was that movie? Was it Insidious? Where it's like the grandma in the diner she started calling on the ceiling and shit? Uh, where was that one? Where was like the, like all the creatures were showing up and they were holed up in the diner and there's like that random old lady that was sitting in one of the the booths, and then like she turned out to be Parasite? possessed or something, and then she just ended up like crawling on the ceiling. It, it might have been. I do yeah. know what he's talking about. Yeah, I can't remember. Legion, Legion, that's got to be it. I think it's Legion. Legion, or yeah, sir. I think it's right. got to be Legion. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that movie was crazy. You know, a funny that scene was crazy. Hey, Brandon, you want to know a funny story? Oh. You know, like the past month, like we're drowning in Vegas and shit. I know internet access, whatever. Oh no. Uh, <laughs> I went to Verizon. Man, what the fuck? I'm paying for unlimited internet access. Yeah. And they're like, oh, sir, your data's off. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, my God. Dude, dude I did something similar not too long ago. <laughs> I did something similar not too long ago. I spent all day at work, right, thinking that my, my service was fucked. I was like, God damn it, what the fuck? So I got to wait till I get home so I have Wi-Fi so I can make phone calls to figure out what's going on. Yeah. And then, like... Fucking, I don't know, probably 30 minutes before I got off of work, I realized that I accidentally turned off my cell data. Yeah. Or I was on airplane mode or something like that, dude. Yeah, so Are you kidding me? I looked through settings, I'm like, everything's off. What the fuck? On my breaks, I go sit in my car and just stare at the wall. Like, I wish I could play music right now. And I realized at the end of the day that I fucking accidentally did Well, try that dumb shit over a month. A month? Yeah. Oh my God, dude. I would fucking 
Uh, I was so embarrassed, but she said, "Don't worry, you're like the fifth guy that came in favor." <laughs> 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 like, oh, no, okay. um, I was like, I could have sort of someone hacked my shit. I never went that deep. In my yeah, <laughs> I was pissed because I had bought like I had bought like a couple different plans and stuff because I started off with like a short plan because I do the prepaid paid shit, you know. So I paid like a cheap version and then I went to go see my homie out at the beach. And I re-upped on it because it was like I was on slow shit and I wanted to be able to listen to YouTube for an hour and a half long drive, which didn't work out. But then I got there and then like I did that like two or three times and then I ran into that issue and I was like, there's no way that they've been like adding my money into my account. And then now when my shit's due, all of that was for nothing. And that's what I thought happened. So I was pissed, dude. Yeah, you'll have that, you'll have that feeling no matter what when you have T Mobile. Dude, I had T-Mobile. I hated it. I fucking gave him the finger, dude, and left. I didn't pay I can't him. even. I can't even get, like, reception in my own, like, the parking lot of my work. Fucking, dude, every single month, they tapped on about 90 to 100 bucks worth of shit. Every month, we had to call and be like, you guys have it wrong every month for a year and a half. So I gave him the finger one day, and I never paid him, and I just left. I've been with the Verizon, and I've had no issues. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of uh, it's on the more expensive side. I pay like ninety bucks a month. But I'm all prepaid now no, because no T-Mobile issues. fucked me so much, dude. Yeah, T-Mobile, T-Mobile fucked me fucks for everybody. It dude. fucked me for a year and a half, and I went to prepaid only. And that's where my fuck up came in because I thought I was prepaying all this crap, and then like it's like, oh, now it's due. All the shit you paid in the last two weeks was for nothing, and I was like, <laughs> no. And it turned out I accidentally hit mobile data. <laughs> I made that mistake a while ago, and now it's the first thing I check. As soon as I have internet issues, I first thing I check. Mm-hmm. I restart my phone. Well, ever since that moment that I was talking about, every single time I have an issue, I go to airplane mode and then I turn it back off. I want to start a phone company. I'm a multi-billionaire with that shit. <clears throat> but it's a very, I feel like it's a vicious business. Yeah, absolutely. Every um, multi-billionaire thing. Because doesn't, doesn't, yeah. doesn't Sprint not exist anymore? Didn't T-Mobile buy Sprint? Yeah. 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 They're the ones that were like, can you hear me? But how, how long? Was, how no, long that's Verizon. Was that's Verizon? Yeah. Like, how long were they in business for? Like, it, it doesn't wow. matter how high up you come. Well, yeah, I remember mean, Cricket? Yeah. Yeah. They're still yeah. around. They're still around? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I've never been. So is Metro. So is all Metro Well, Metro is part of uh, AT&T now. Is Boost? Is Boost still around? That's AT&T. Remember Virgin Did Mobile? Did they get absorbed or are they still around? Yeah. Yeah. Virgin Mobile. So Boost is gone. Oh, I used to have that too. Huh? Yeah. At what? Virgin Mobile. I used to have Virgin. Dude, yeah. they had the best customer service. I used to call like whatever time of night or day and they would fucking fix my shit within three minutes. Mm-hmm. Virgin Mobile had the best customer service I've ever dealt with in my life. Yeah. yeah. If they were still around, I'd be with them for sure. Yeah. They're not around anymore? I think they got absorbed by T Mobile. I want to go on like a Virgin the... Cruise, man. It's yeah. Virgin is gonna it's gonna build a hype for those motherfuckers. Virgin. Props to them, dude. We talked about this a couple episodes ago. It's there's so many problems with that. Uh-uh. There's so many problems with that, dude. <laughs> yeah, like, uh-uh. There's so many problems. Well, everything has problems at first, so airplanes have problems. No, it's not just at first. These are long-lasting problems. If a single bolt rusts out and you lose vacuum pressure, everyone on the fucking shit dies. I'm sure they thought of that. That is a fucking logistic <laughs> nightmare. That is a lawsuit waiting to happen. I'm sure Elon Musk scales. is way ahead of that shit. No, Elon Musk sold the idea because he realized it's a fucking pipe dream. He made it open source and gave up on it. Wow. Long ago. He made it open source like six months after they talked about it. He, he was talking about back in 2013, 2012. But I remember. Open source. He didn't even sell it. Open source. He's like, anyone that wants to try it, go ahead. 
didn't even try to sell the idea. He said, it's a cool thought. I'm not going to try to sell it because me, my name on the sales slip puts me at fault somehow. I'm not doing that. You want to go for it? Here's all the schematics. He's that fucked. Wow. Dream killer, fucker. <laughs> sorry, dude. I'm sorry, but that's the truth of the matter. We did see it has to be absolutely perfectly straight. It does. It has to be perfectly and in like super gradual curves. But if any single bolt loses its fucking, it strips out. If one guy puts in a bolt and it strips and he's like, you want to see that? No. Move on to the next one. That one bolt will fail. The vacuum will fail. The whole shit will explode with people in it. You'll explode. Fuck, man. <laughs> It's bad, dude. It's bad news. It's never going to happen. Hmm. At least not in our lifetime. Can't wait for them to build freeways under the freeways. That's what Elon Musk wants to do. Only for Tesla cars only. That's kind of fucked up. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? That's what he's doing. Like, um, it's on YouTube. They actually built a prototype for it. Hmm. <laughs> he drove his, um, his, uh, the Cybertruck, the bulletproof one, mm. it barely fit in the tunnel, but it made it through. And then it then goes and <laughs> it brings on the elevator, goes top to above the streets and goes back to the public. Mm. Pretty badass. Was it you that was telling me about that fucking car place that sells the cars with the elevator escalator thing? Carvana. Carvana. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a, a car, car, car vending machine. Car vending machine. You guys heard of that shit? No. Yeah. Not have you guys heard of Carvana? They have a tower, a glass tower. Oh, yeah, it's like um, um it's a, it's a, a vending machine for cars. Yeah, yeah I didn't hear about it until he told me about it like a week yeah. and a half ago, at least. I saw on YouTube ago, some yeah. person's a car, a car goes, shoot. Yeah, comes yeah. down out of this glass tower. He was C9. Yeah. Fucking speaking of cars, actually, yeah, he comes out. My little brother just bought his first one. Well, yeah, what do you get? The, the Subaru nice. Impreza Sport nice. 2014. Good, good choice. Yeah. yeah. So he's all excited about it. So yeah. I think we all know what he's going to do. <laughs> Rallies. He's, 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 he's like the goody two shoes of the, of the family. So. He, he's a good kid. Yeah, yeah, he's not. I'm so mad that my car isn't rear wheel drive, dude. So mad. If you watch Hyperdrive, it's gonna make you want to go drift car even more. Oh, I know. Trust me, I've been, I've been. I'll send you. A, I sent you a link to a video. I don't know if you ever watched it. Nope. I sent you a link, and dude, if you watch the first thirty seconds of it, you'll be in love because mm. it's Cletus McFarland, old fetus Cleet Horace McFarland. He, he, in the first thirty seconds, the intro to the video is him drifting with two Formula B drift drivers, and he's in a Fox Body Mustang, and they're in like. Uh, 08 Mustangs that are totally fucking built from the ground up. He's in the middle and there's a camera guy in the shotgun position. He's just filming both cars as they're drifting and shit, dude. It's fucking amazing. It's fucking amazing. I'm telling you. Go back and, and click the link and just watch 30 seconds. If you don't watch the rest of the video, let me know the next day. I'll never send you anything ever again. I'm not okay. even kidding you. It's that dope. <laughs> it's that dope. It, dude, it makes me want to drift so bad. I got to sweet. I got to drift. You did? Uh, yeah, I went I went with Miguel to that drift track in Riverside. Adam's Raceway. I don't know if that's what it was. Yeah, it's Adam's Raceway. We went there one time. Yeah, we 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 bought the pit pass. Oh, you did? Yeah. I wasn't there that time. We bought yeah, it was just me and Miguel. 
yeah. we, we bought the pit pass and uh, I got to I got to ride in the sky had a Sylvia and no and the other guy had a a Mazda Miata and they were both like tricked out for drifting and they were both really good and so they they would pull in and they'd take driver uh, riders and it was so fucking fun dude yeah just being a passenger in that shit wow. and all night they were they were the only two guys that pulled in and picked up the pit drivers pit passengers it was so fun dude yeah. it's so worth it it was only like 10 bucks really that's it? Pit pass. it was a long line but once but once you got to do it it was so fun dude wow we did it four or five times it was great now we'll learn how to do it dude expensive on your tires. oh yeah especially tires that and your a-arms and all that crap yeah did you really call what we bumpers did? and all that shit huh did you really call what we did with the thing drifting that was a lot of fun i'll tell you that much. oh yeah uh-huh. you love it you think we would drift corners yeah. oh yeah yeah sorry uh, right, right. what he would do drifting i remember i remember i would drift in with cody with his eclipse and we almost this eclipse this is real well right i don't know do you remember the blacked out eclipse though no this is silver silver, silver and black no it's blacked out he had a silver one. Yeah, he had a silver one. No, you had a blacked out one. Hmm. No. It wasn't his. Wasn't his? If you were in a black one, it wasn't his. Oh, whatever. Well, his was black. And uh, we went drifting. And uh, he almost killed me because he lost control. And there was a huge, giant pipe right here. I wasn't wearing a seatbelt. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, we yeah. just barely just not hit it. But, like, I was watching. Like, the pole was right in my face. Earth barely stopped right there. Dude, Whoa, if we hit that, yeah. I would my yeah. head straight to the pole. I hate human memory, dude. I don't I don't think I was in his car. But we were at that party in Redlands and he tried to drift around that corner and we went to go get beer and he hit that uh he hit the fire hydrant coming back to the I was right behind him. his car. He and I were racing back from Del Taco. That's <laughs> what it was. I was in my Jetta, which is why I know it was silver, because we both had silver black cars. He and I were racing back from Del Taco. And it was literally the left turn. Oh, right. it was silver. I remember now. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, he had he had the big old sticker along the back window that said "No fat bitches." Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> he tell you, yeah, he took a left turn, and there was a rain gutter, like a big one. You know, like it was like the road was noticeably curved. You know, and he hit that in front of me. He passed me because I was in the lead, and then he fucking went around me to the right and then cut me off and hit that fucking rain gutter and caught air off the other side and jumped and landed against the curb. And it, it cut both of his right tires underneath. And we were wasted because it was a day party. You know, we were just trying to get food and shit. And I, I saw it happen. I slammed on the brakes and I avoided his ass and I went up the road and it was like three houses away. So I just pulled up and parked and I walked back to him. And he was like, I called a, a tow truck and the cop showed up and then he ended up getting arrested for DUI and shit that night. For that day, but yeah, I watched it happen in front of me, dude. And I well, felt that's like, right because we were in the party, and then I got the call, so we walked out. Yeah, you were asleep on the fucking lawn chair. Yeah, I fell asleep. <laughs> I was drunk, passed out by like three o'clock. Yeah, it was like <laughs> on the lawn chair, and I watched him hit the shit. Yeah, because he and I were racing back. Yeah, like four blocks. We got the call, and I literally walked out of the party down the street to where he fucking hit the fire hydrant. His car was totaled. Mm-hmm. Was end of the fat bitches. No fat bitches, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Rest in peace, I guess. Yeah. Bye bye, Eclipse. I think it was quick, though. It's amazing. My Jeep is still running. 
I know. That's nuts. <laughs> he's had that Jeep for a decade. Over a decade. I think since 2007. He, he's had yeah, that Jeep since we were in high school. school. Yeah. And we've been out of high school for 10 years. You remember us listening to fucking Whitesnake in that thing? <laughs> <laughs> I remember I remember me and Miguel, we went to James Sedona's party house party or whatever. And uh, me and Miguel, we, we picked up with these, these bum-ass Hispanic chicks. We took her my Jeep, bro. It was so gay because the only music I had in the car was Mamma Mia. <laughs> so, so we're like, we're just like blasting Mamma Mia. These chicks are going off roading somewhere down the skirts of driving and shit. I let, I let the Hispanic chick drive. I forgot her name. But she really crashed my fucking Jeep so many times. And she hit trash cans and neighbors' car outdoors. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, I, don't know, I don't know if I was next to that one. I don't yeah, remember that. It was just me and Miguel's chicks. Remember when he would turn it off, he would still keep running? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like he was holding the key, and we're like, what do we do? <laughs> we're not going to stop one. She's like, yeah, it's running like shit. Yeah, he would pull up to school, shut the Jeep off, and we'd all get out, and the engine would still keep running. We're like, let's go. Uh, it works perfectly now. That's good. It's fucking great. Hell yeah. That was the one that you spun out in, right? Because the tire blew? Yep. Yeah, twice. Twice, yeah. Well, actually, the one time I ran out of gas, and that's when you guys found me. Yeah. <laughs> so I was on the side of Freeway Life. <laughs> that's when we went all the way through the hills of fucking Richie Canyon and ended up in Redlands. Ooh. Hell yeah. Got so far into the hills and it being a one-way trip, dude, because there's no way we we're going back. We oh, went yeah. down so many gnarly hills, we knew we weren't gonna go back up, so we just had to keep moving forward. <laughs> yeah, we saw everything on like the evolutionary list of things that'll fuck you up in the fucking desert. Started off with like black widows on the side of the trail because we'd get out and like check shit and make sure we can, you know, quote unquote, get back up. <laughs> and eventually got to the point that no, we can't, but we'd still check it out anyways. Started off with black widows and then we went to like scorpions. And then fucking like wolf spiders, and then we found a rattlesnake, and then coyotes started running across the trail, and we're like, oh my god, dude! Like, <laughs> we found tiny next? camel spiders out camel there. Camel spiders, like everything. Tarantulas, yep. We saw everything in the desert that'll fuck you up in one trip. I weird. remember that. And then we and then we ended up uh, we ended in Richie Canyon. No, yeah, we ended up in Richie Canyon. No, we started in Richie Canyon. We ended up in Redlands, San Mateo Canyon. Right, yeah. <laughs> and then we hit that. We hit that like blockade. We'd like figure out a way around it because we couldn't go back. Yeah. Oh, then we we broke the chain somehow. I forgot how the fuck. You had a hook on your bumper, so we just kind of hooked the chain to your bumper and floored it first. Because <laughs> <laughs> there was no going back. We already passed the half tank mark. Dude. Yeah. So we hit the half tank in the middle of nowhere, and we're like, "Well, now's the time where we can go back and try to get up the shit that we know we can't do." We're gonna keep moving forward. It was hilarious. We're on gas too. Like we can't go turn around. We fuck. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit. We had no choice but to keep moving forward. Oh god, it was so hilarious. Just me, Miguel, and these these gorgeous Hispanic just were were dancing, dancing queen. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god, it was a shit show. <laughs> she digged it though. She's like, oh, I love this song. I love. <laughs> it was meant to be. We're like, dope. She sat on my lap and shit. And I was like, 
Really crash in time because <laughs> she's in the way, right? Because I could with that Jeep, so we can't. I can't move forward or move back with that thing. Yeah. So it was just like this. Her thighs are in the way. I'm like, <laughs> can't really see. Let me do what you got. Got nothing. You mentioned the, the <laughs> church a couple episodes ago. What? The church? You're like, uh, oh, I, I almost got uh, arrested at the church at a oh, analyzing man. a church once. Where's that? God, yeah, that's the car. You mentioned the church, but you yeah, tell yeah, the yeah. whole story. Oh, well, gee. Well, oh my god. <laughs> I love that story. That's uh, you know, you put through a damn window. Yeah. Well, we just we're just driving around with the homies. No, we were, yeah, we were driving around with the homies, and then Alfonso was like, "Hey, uh, no," and I mentioned when you guys picked me up, I just bought a new can. Yeah. For tagging, he was like, "I know the perfect spot." <laughs> church. And he, he pulled up this like this shady ass like a church. And the window's already broken. There's like a dead bird right outside the broken window. Bird fucking. Good sign. Why not? That shit. Probably. Really. And like yeah. inside, it's already vandalized. Like, there's no like furniture or anything. It's spray painted inside. And like, I was like, yo, I want to get in this church. At that I, point, it's just a building. And you know? I, I, I get about like halfway through, like, my leg is in between the glass. And fucking Alfonso, I don't know if he kicked it or if he fucking oh, punched no, it. No. Or... He came up, he, he looks at me, he goes, like, watch this. You can fucking kicks the little piece Ooh, of shard that's like near you. You get all spooked, you move back. And that's exactly oh, when we heard the guy go, oh, hey, who's there? Yeah. Is that inside the building? Oh, there's a guy in the oh, house right yeah, next the to house the house. The house right next uh, to it, so it's behind these houses. And, like, we be fucking took off, man. Our driver like was there. Yeah. Yeah, we took off straight down a, a, what do you call it? We went right into a ditch. No, it's the... Culver? No, where it gets the water, like a drive or something. Not a drive. Yeah, like whatever <laughs> whatever it is um, we took off running down it and it was man it was so funny because i i ate shit like i had mentioned before i was running and then like it looked like there was solid ground where all these bushes were and i just went <laughs> straight down it's <laughs> kind of what happened to me when i burst my first time <laughs> got submerged <laughs> and i was like wow okay uh, so I had to get help out of that, and then we took off down. And this this dirt is so fucking soft, man. It, it must have caught his foot. Yeah, it did. Right. You guys are making fun of me because you're like, it was so flat ground. It was, it was flat ground. We were, we were running, it. and we were like, fine. We, I like, I look back, and I just see him like face one, like eat shit. Like, I, it's like that's like trying to run in in, in sand with shoes with like in flat the shoes. On. Like if you're running through the beach, it's yeah. silt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like super fine sand stuff. Yeah. And, he gets up and we take off. We get up to the point where the, the little like gutter, the huge like drainage thing, uh, comes up to the street. I ditch the can, and we we start running up the street. Like we did not stop, man. Like the adrenaline kept us going. By the time we had stopped at like the street before Alfonso's house, we were we were so out of breath just because we had pushed like past limits. And we're trying to call up our driver and shit. And by the time he answers the phone. No, he didn't even answer the phone. We got worried about him, so we were walking back and trying to figure out what the fuck was going on. The whole time we're walking back, we can we can see where the church was. Yeah. And just cop lights. Okay, oh, no. lights and all that cop shit. Cop lights, search lights, and all this shit. Oh no. 
It was off. Yeah, we already knew it was fucked up. Was, huh. yeah. And yeah, by the time that Nick yeah. answered the phone, which yeah. was our driver, mm-hmm. he was like, oh, yeah, guys, the fucking cops came. The guy tried to take a picture of my license plate. The guy couldn't leave. Yeah, he did. Couldn't leave. He was there, and we were like, fuck, okay. <laughs> so we were walking down there. I was so ready to bail, man. I was like, you know what? These guys don't know how many of us there are, so I'm going to take off down the street, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Being the dickhead that I was back in the day. All right. But I actually didn't. I stuck with them. We were, like, hiding in this house. Not in the house, but, like, on the fucking yard. And we, yeah, all we were, like, like crouched, like, like, the like yard, like, we ninjas or some shit. <laughs> like, like I, I think, I, I don't know who was, I, was it you? It was laying down. Somebody was laying down, and like the other, me and Alfonso were like behind trees. We were yeah, just fucking, I think like, I was the one who fucking went prone. Yeah, we were just stalking the shit out of the cops. <laughs> we were just like sitting there, and we were debating on like what our next move was. Ultimately, I'm, we just went over there anyway. Yeah, ultimately, we, we, did, we all just like, got up and we started walking. Forward. None of us had actual license. We had school IDs. Yeah, <laughs> we, were, <laughs> yeah. we were just, just kids. fucking kids. Yeah. That reminds me of a story of, of okay, back yeah. in the day. Our high school had golf carts, you know, and they would kind of store them. What high school doesn't have golf carts? It's yeah. to get around. Right. So they were all over the campus, right? And at the time, I was in, like, auto shop slash auto body class. Yeah. And I knew that we had buckets of tools just chilling everywhere. There was too many of them. They didn't care. They didn't put them away and shit, right? Oh. So I was obsessed with golf, golf carts at the time. And I knew where security stored their golf carts. So we went there, we went to a party like three blocks down the road. We got fucked up. The party was like ultimately kind of dying on us. So like, you know, and then we knew of an after party not too far from there, but we're like, let's go fuck around a little bit. So we went down to our school and I found out where exactly security had their, their golf carts. And it was under roll-up doors, you know, but the tracks were just kind of bolted to these, these center block walls. And I realized that if we could go to the auto body shop, get some tools, we could unbolt the, the, the strips that held the roller doors in place. So we hopped the fence into the auto body class, and then we found the tools that we needed, like a ratchet and a bunch of sockets. So we hopped back out with the tools, went to the security spot, and I started unbolting the, the strips that hold the roller door in place from the wall. So then we were able to grab the door and just hold it up. And then we went in there and we used just a random blank key. Because any key, I don't know if you guys know, but any random small key works. You put oh, it in yeah. a golf cart and turn uh, it. Quinn, Quinn used to turn on the, you know, the golf cart that they used to keep behind the engineering class? Oh, yeah. Quinn used to turn that bitch on all the time because he, he could fit his fucking truck key in there. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. just and turn it right on. We yeah. used to dick around with it all the time. So that's exactly what we did. We unbolted it and we opened the fucking door and we went in there and we turned the golf cart on and we backed it out and we started driving across the city of Redlands in this fucking golf cart that was from our school. We drove <laughs> it to the fucking next party, like four blocks away. And as we we're getting close, we drove it off of like this hill thing. Were you and Nick doing that? Yeah. And the whole time me and Miguel are at a party. Yeah. <laughs> and so what ended up happening is we went down a hill because it was like a dual level road directly. <laughs> directly across the street from the party and we drove it down the hill but it was one of those ones where you're sitting over the front wheel yeah so there was like no fucking clearance in the front right so we hit the bottom of the fucking hill and the bumper hits the road <laughs> and we like slam our foreheads into the glass and shit and the thing gets stuck dude and as it gets stuck <laughs> as it gets stuck cops start rolling by and we're like oh 
fuck. So we took off running and we ran like down this cul-de-sac into an apartment complex and the cops stopped turning on their lights. And next thing you know, there's like five cop cars and they wouldn't let anyone else into the party. So they were like standing in the front door, like knocking because the cops are there and they like, they know that we're fucking guilty for it, but they weren't a part of it. So they're like, fuck. So they take off running and Brandy goes and hides in his car. That's a lot of shit, dude. It sounds like a fucking, he's got a straight pipe car. So he's sitting in this thing and this cop's literally like 50 feet away. And we're hiding in the fucking apartment complex, like probably a football field away. And we're calling Brandon. And we're like, dude, where the fuck are you? And he's like, I'm in my car. We see his car and we see the cops like fucking 30 feet behind him. <laughs> we're like, oh shit, dude. My, like, car, my car at the time was totally blacked out, like blacked out. Like, yeah. uh, so I, I just like laid back and they, they couldn't see me in it. That was the whole thing. <laughs> so it, was like, it was like a perfect hiding spot. It was, it was midnight. And we were like, dude, you have to come get us. Brandon's like, are you fucking nuts, dude? If I turn this thing on, I'm caught as fuck. Yeah, <laughs> there's no way. Turn my car on, it sounds like a fucking rocket taking off. Yeah, it, sounds like, it literally sounds like a crew of, a crew of Harley Davidson riders turning on their motorcycle at the same time. He was like 30 feet from me. And he hadn't moved. They hadn't seen him. And so I had been knew, drinking all night. Yeah, I was so, drive. yeah, so like, dude, we have no choice here, Brandon. So all of a sudden, just. <laughs> like cruises like 30 feet down the road are we just like it's it's, it's a coop you know so we just throw a seat forward jumping in the back and shit we slam it closed <laughs> the cops are all staring at us as we're driving past the golf cart that's stuck at a 45 degree angle they're all just staring at us watching us drive by and we have their like, flashlights pointed at the golf cart like mid search and shit yeah. like Watching the perpetrators drive by them. <laughs> <laughs> we stole this thing from like four blocks away from a high school. And we took the tools and undid the fucking things behind the door in place. <laughs> Just try to. Oh, who did that? Yeah. <laughs> that shit's cool. Now we got away. All right. All right. Imagine this. This is the cart. It's on the hills, they're like this on the streets. Literally pinned. Like, yeah, yeah it was like the wheel at the back was like in dead air. Just yeah. <laughs> like that's can't bumper against the ground. Nothing you do. Chris was like, oh, let's go down. It's going to be fun. I'm like, yeah, let's do it. And we did it again like two weeks later, but we stayed on campus and then Nick drove, but he hit like wet grass and we flew into a fucking retaining wall and cracked the wall in half and then fucking. I, I jumped. Flew. I jumped off the side. Someone went and like broke the fucking rear view mirror. I did. Head. My, <laughs> my head cracked the the, the the mirror and I fell off. I was like on the ground, like oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, I remember. I remember a class the next day, two days later. We did it on a Saturday night. Hey, Monday morning, I hear did anyone? Kyle Scape was in my class, <laughs> and it was like, did you guys hear the guy who wrecked the golf cart? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Way, it was <laughs> like that day we went and looked, and there's like a fat chunk missing out of the wall from where we hit the golf cart. <laughs> oh. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, Kyle's kid, no, it was me sitting right there. <laughs> <laughs> I jumped off. Me and Miguel both jumped off. What do you mean? Me and Miguel, we're we saw, oh. we saw Nick losing control. We were we on the saw grass. us we're drifting out. We knew Nick wasn't going to make it. So me and Miguel hopped off and like rolled in the grass and we watched Nick go. 
bolting to the wall and literally go and snap the fucking rearview mirror in half of his head. Dude, I did something similar with Dad Saturn. Yeah, I did. Me, 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 me Brent, we went, we went, drove through. Didn't we go watch Project X in theaters? Me and you. Yeah, after that. And then after yeah, and then, we, and then we we watched Project X together He's in listening. theaters. That's fine. That's fine. And then, <laughs> and then, and then afterwards, that movie was sober. We were so hyped after the movie. We were in Dad Saturn, and we went onto RHS campus in the middle of the night. And I started doing donuts in the fucking in like the food court area, like the fucking the lunch area, or like the, the fucking the grass. And oh I started doing God. donuts in the grass. And I yeah, fucking, that grass is where Nick crashed the golf cart. Yeah, yeah. You, I, you lost complete control. Yeah. I lost control and I hit this like a little like baby tree in like the center of the thing. I was doing donuts. And I went, oh, and I hit that tree. And we were like, oh shit! God, and I, like, I just reversed it and we like left the campus. <laughs> it's, it's funny. We drove through by the baseball field where the pool is. We went down there. Down that thing? Yeah, we, yeah, we went oh down God. that little sidewalk right there into the into that area. <laughs> Start doing donuts in the field. It's funny, our cameras are everywhere. We expose ourselves countless times and nothing happens. Yeah, I don't know how we got away with any of that shit. I mean, we didn't really fuck anything up. Like, we didn't even fuck the tree up. We just hit it, kind of. What about, what about the time where me and Chris and uh, what's his face, Harley, we went on top of the roof on uh, one of the, the, the classes RHS and we turn off the power or some show. <laughs> yeah, just like, off, off. Yeah. off. Every single AC unit we could find, dude, we're just like <laughs> shutting off these fat breakers, dude. And the next day, one of those was my classroom, dude. And the next day it was so hot, and the teacher was bitching, dude. And we heard the fucking naked guys up on the roof stomping around and shit. We didn't break oh. anything, we just turned it off. Yeah, we just shut it off. But still. <laughs> God, dude. Those little assholes. <laughs> I was just going to say, dude, like, we thought we were invincible back in the day. You know what's crazy? Is like, if we'd fuck. actually told these stories while we were there, we'd have been so popular. Kicked out of school. It's like the outsiders that nobody knew what we were doing. We we're just doing all this crazy shit. Everyone's like, who did it? Who did it? And we're like, <laughs> <laughs> I just go to the gym. Brand is sus. <laughs> We're like the great Gatsby. Like, who's this guy? Thought <laughs> yeah. we were invincible. Dude, speaking of churches, uh, back when Tyler had his Avalon, we went up to to Grand Terrace. You know that church that sits on the corner of uh, when you go up Jap Hill, and that's right there on the left. It's on the right, at the bottom. No, you go up Jap Hill, and that's right there on the left. And then like, there's that church, and there's that cliff right there that overlooks like all of the valley. Maybe. Anyway, we went there in the middle of the day. We bought a 36-pack of Coors Banquet, and we got fucked up in front of that church, and we just blasted yellow card and shit all day. And then we were just by the time we were done, we were fucked up. We just drove home. Like we were like 21. We were like, ah, oh, fuck it, whatever. We just watched the dudes cut the grass in the front in the front of it and shit. Like. <laughs> It would be funnier if we did it during a service. I know. Right, and everyone's inside, and you're out there just like, You're my only one! Yeah. <laughs> all singing church, like, hymns and shit, we're outside, like, yeah. <laughs> There's some, something no shit have I now. Yeah. <laughs>
speaking of uh, singing hymns, where a bunch of white people in Mormon sure like to to sing a lot. <laughs> a bunch of white people. <laughs> a bunch of white people. <laughs> love to sing Jeez. a lot. Fucking <laughs> oh, white people. You like the slang like, dance. We dance like idiots, but we dance. In middle school. Well, not middle school. Oh, yeah. Middle school, I was going. My mom uh, was taking us to the Mormon church. Yeah. I got baptized there at like age of 10. And uh, so we, we were going there for a while and white people everywhere. It's, it's, I, don't, I don't know what it is. I guess it's because it's like if it's, it's a religion from Utah. Yeah, so many black Mormons I can think of. Yeah. One. There was one. There was one. There was one. <laughs> a token black guy. <laughs> a token black woman. Oh, an old old lady, and she was the only black person there. Well, black people are too oh. smart to believe that dumbass religion. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there's nothing wrong with multiple wives. Yeah, that's true. Uh, <laughs> my man, my man is just talking about how he went to like a Mormon church and you're like. Fuck that religion. Yeah, yeah right. I, know. Like, well, well, yeah, I mean, Jesus, yeah. if I heard that, I would have been like, oh, you know. Well, it's like Scientology. <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, Every he, just, he just said that like, his, his, his family did stuff like that. And you're like, oh, man. I mean, oh, it's your family? Yeah, it's my Yeah, family. he just said his mom. <laughs> oh, my like, bad. Here comes the waves of honor. When I'd be here with you guys, I was uh, like a uh, hardcore Mormon. Yeah, you can get Dumbass religion. No, 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 no. Do you, uh, do you, do you know the whole. Uh, <laughs> Why people are so bad at some shit? <laughs> <laughs> this is so far. My bad. No, do, you, do, you, do you know about the, the rumor about the guy who started the church? He like read the, just, like, read the, read the scriptures from a hat. Yeah, yeah, what was his name? the wheel. The real fucking thing. Yeah. Like, Joseph there's like really? Joseph, Joseph Smith. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, some, somehow. It's such a white these, name, by the way. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, 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 it is. Some, somehow these ancient ass scriptures who are written on, like, in a dead language on, like, plates of gold ended up in New York. Like, how the fuck does that happen? And, so and the, like the only side. And apparently the only. <laughs> I don't feel that bad. <laughs> The, the, the only person who was able to translate it was a white kid from New York named Justin Smith because he put it in a hat with some stones. Hmm. I don't really know like about the it. Stones. I, I saw the and, South Park episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no. The like, South Park episode has some truth to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's, it's like he was the only one who was able to translate it. This dead-ass language that was somehow in New York. And like somehow he was just like, oh, I don't know which religion is uh, is the ch- true one. Mm-hmm. And like, and according to him, God came down and was like, oh, this one's the real one. Like like every other fucking religion. That's, yeah, I was gonna say, that's what every religion says. <laughs> yeah. And then after that, his um, uh, his his son and his most uh, I, I don't remember his son's name, but his uh, his most trusted follower Brigham Young you know like Brigham Young University mm-hmm. that's yeah. who it's based out of really uh, she, uh actually I don't even know if Brigham Young was like a dude or a chick to be honest yeah. <laughs> like a multi-sex name yeah spirit because they call it unisex they, it's multi-sex. uh Brigham Young took uh led the Mormons from New York because they're because everyone thought that they were a very false religion so they kicked them out 
So they just really? kind of like pilgrimaged until they reached Utah and they settled there. And that's why Utah is mostly like Mormons and all that. Hmm. Whereas Joseph Smith's son was mad because he wasn't given the, the, the whole church. So he started the Mormon cult, which is the one where it's like, oh, you can have like more than one wife and all that. Shit. So that's not the original Mormon Mormon beliefs, I guess? No. Really? That's just what his uh, Joseph Smith's son took and created his own. Wow. Yeah. So every time someone's that. like, oh, you're Mormon, so you must have a bunch of wives. It's like, well, so maybe. The theocratical, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, the theocratical version is not that. It's kind of yes, standard. Yeah. yeah. And like, yeah. <laughs> huh. What is like through this history? All yeah. religions have some sort of the, weird ass. The, the, the one story they, they, they told me in the Sunday schools that stuck me the most was. These guys who are in a prison uh, because they were trying to practice the Mormon religion, but the Catholic Church wouldn't let them. They were told by God that if they lit themselves on fire, they would not die. And they lit themselves on fire in this prison and just walked right out really? on fire. And they, they didn't die. Whoa. <laughs> Pretty on par with a lot of religion stories. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's all, it's all, they, they, they call the Book of Mormon like, oh, just another part of the Bible that was never re- released. What's like, it, it, it could be because all the Bible is is just a collection of writings from prophets, you know, right. we people, talk about this, yeah. from people who are like, oh, yeah, we're, you know, the church deemed us prophets, but it's like, it was just them saying shit, you know? Right. Yeah. That, that's why you really can't. But you got a question where these scrolls came from. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, scrolls specifically pertain to the Catholic religion, but who the fuck wrote those? Or why? Someone, someone in a in a yeah. in a dead language who thought they were right. Mm-hmm. Just like the Bible was written in a dead language, all those writings. Right. And they were just translated to the best that anyone could. Right. And even to this day, they're still being translated. Technically, um, I guess to some point, you could say hieroglyphics would be some sort of scroll. So that's yeah, a dead language and that was written on stone too at first and then it was switched to papyrus and stuff like that but makes you wonder where all of these religions pinpoint to yeah you know what do you mean because all religions end up going back to one person reading you know something from god or being talked to by god but even then, like all of there's still like twelve different religions that point back to one different person or one person per religion. But they were all written on stone. So where do those were those the twelve disciples? And then each disciple started their own religion? No. You know what I mean? Like uh, it's kind of something to think about. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no, we're kind of a weird we're thought. we kind talked weird about thought. this last time. <laughs> no, no, I'm just saying, like, the chances no, that of that are crazy. <laughs> I'm just saying the chances that are crazy. Like, I, I just think there's a bunch of random people out there that are mentally ill, and they go, you know what, I want to be there was actually, And so they just create this <clears throat> fucking crazy religion. And then, there was a scientific study that happened, like, there was a scientific study that happened, like, X amount of hundreds of years ago, or maybe not even that long ago, where they took a bunch of dudes, there was, like, five of them, that all believe they're all you know mentally ill on some level and they all believed that they were jesus the next coming of jesus and they put them into the room together and they all had a conversation and they all got along great but at the end of it each one of them came out and they said you know i you know i'm 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 the next jesus those guys are delusional 
every single one of them said it. <laughs> yeah. There's also this like they're nice guys, but they're all delusional. <laughs> There's this other thing where it's like uh, you can't really trust what the Bible says because it's just written by a bunch of people. Then, like, if you think about it, then if if God really was real, all that shit, and Mary was just a just a whore who was lying. <laughs> yeah, that's like yeah, that her, seriously. Her fucking, her fucking cuck husband. Like, no, no, God fucking. Oh no, no, no! Yeah. It's it's God's child. Oh no! <laughs> I don't know how it happened. It just magically appeared inside of me. <laughs> I swear I'm faithful. <laughs> that, that's another thing, and like the depiction of all these people. <laughs> Whatever. Like what, every yeah. single person is white, even though it's supposedly supposed to take place in the Middle East. Which was predominantly black at the time. Yeah. Yeah. So that's yeah, another thing religion just they just mess around with. None of it makes sense, dude. <laughs> it doesn't. When you start picking it apart, it doesn't make any sense. Do you hear the theory where like people are like, oh, in this depiction of Jesus, he looks like an alien? No, I haven't heard of that. You ever heard of that? No. Like people will look at like certain like uh oil paintings of of like Jesus and they'll be like, Oh, his eyes are a little slanted. Kind of looks like an alien. Either Asian or it's alien. Like, and then it's like, oh, the halo over there kind of looks like that. But and that's another thing. The all the oil paint, all the religious oil paintings aren't painted by people of that era. They're painted by like Da Vinci or Leo or uh, right. Yeah, years all, later. All, all like the the famous European yeah painters. Petrus Miato is like the cave paintings where they had fucking things flying in the sky and the fucking cave paintings. When they were painting with like deer blood and shit in the sides of caves, they were painting fucking alien spaceships. They were painting aliens. All right, we're back on what aliens. Is that about? <laughs> Sorry, uh, well, I don't know. Walker Ranch. We'll bring that one up. But there was another thing. Uh, there was in Christopher Columbus's uh, his, like ship logs, like Captain's log. Captain Captain's log. He reported seeing like a a shiny flying object coming out of the ocean while he was journeying, journeying all the way across. Yeah, that's yeah. a trip because modern day people that are in like um, top secret, well, I shouldn't say top secret, but like the people that are in classified missions that are in like the Air Force and stuff, mm-hmm. there's some crazy stories of them going to recover um, experimental like ICBMs, right? So they'll, they'll launch the rockets without the nuclear payload just to see how far they can land. And when they land in the ocean, then they send a group out to go pick it up without anybody knowing. And there's been reports of them going, like they send a dude down to hook a wire up to these fucking rocket bodies that are floating in the ocean and something will come up through the water and they have to abort, they have to pull the guy back up before he reaches the water because something comes up and pulls the rocket down into the bottom of the ocean. Wow. Yeah, these are le- like <laughs> legit official records. Wow. Yeah, like whirlpools will open up and just suck these rocket bodies into the bottom of the water once the shadow shows up underneath. Wow. It's a trip. So that kind of pays credence to the fact that that might be true. The fact that Columbus saw some shit come out of the ocean like that. Skinwalker yeah. Ranch is underwater. Oh, oh. conspiracy confirmed. Oh, well. <laughs> Skinwalker Ranch is <laughs> Atlantis. Yeah, another theory I read about uh, recently that I thought was pretty cool was uh, the theory of time dilation. Heard of that? Yo, Nick was trying to talk about that uh, last episode, I think. The guy in Australia that just came up with the mathematical equation that proves that time travel is is possible. Is that uh, what you're kind of talking about? I don't know if it's the same one, but like time dilation is uh, more of the theory of if you go fast enough, okay, yeah, yeah. you can t- travel through time. 
Yeah. It's like, cause like, say like someone walking like a hundred feet uh, walks that distance in like a minute, mm-hmm. but someone running a hundred feet does that in like half the time. Technically that person just time traveled because they did it faster than the other but person. But they noticed to the guy that was walking. They yeah, noticed that, right. uh, that the clocks sense. are different times. So like if you, if you set up a clock next to each other, right? Yeah. You walk each other and this guy grabs the clock, he goes on the train. And this guy stays put. The time's different when he goes on the train. It's faster. Really? Yeah. The clock travels faster or the clock travels slower? Faster. The time's faster when you're on a high-speed train. That's what Albert Einstein was saying. I think, yeah. are you sure? I think it might yeah. be slower. No, no, you're going faster on time. Because he's still like... Because you're moving through space-time faster. Yeah, cause, yeah. the guy's sitting still. The clock's still slow. He's just sitting here. But yeah. if you're on a train, you're going faster. Makes sense. Because Albert Einstein said, I'll take uh, one. you got to watch that documentary. No, that does make sense because you're traveling through space time faster. Therefore, time and space would travel faster. Mm-hmm. Interesting. What a trip. So, like, if you were to like run around the world super fast, which is like the, the example I saw was being showed Sonic the Hedgehog, how yeah. fast he goes, went around the world, like, a, just kept going as yeah. fast as he could, end up time traveling. Mm-hmm. Even, even if you go, Somewhere far away from Earth, right? Yeah. The farther, the more farther you go out, the, the um, say for example, let's say you're like a light year away from Earth. Each hour goes by, I think like seven years go by on Earth. But that's kind of like the interstellar thing, where if, if like when they end up on the planet that's rotating at like ridiculous speeds, they lose years every fucking ten minutes or whatever. Exactly. That's true. That's and it's because to them they're moving faster through space time. So they're technically aging slower, but time is still moving the same speed relative to those that are moving slower. Right. So by them moving at the speed of close to light, they're aging at negative light speed. That's the other way of time traveling. <laughs> if I go to the future, you just get the fuck out. But, <laughs> but that's time traveling in one direction. You can't time travel backwards. No, right? you can't you can go back. time travel to the future. Right, but but this uh, this this kid in Australia. Kind of figure out how to go back in time. I have to, I haven't looked it up yet. I yeah, you gotta look it up. Yeah, it's like some some math equation I came in fucking. He drew it out. So basically, it's like bending wormholes in a way. It's the best way I could say. I think there are wormholes out there. No, the honestly, they think to do exist, but they're so small. They would be. If you guys would actually take my fucking Skinwalker Ranch topic seriously, like there's some really <laughs> crazy. <laughs> No, I'm not even kidding you, dude. There's some really crazy scientific data that's coming out right now about that fucking zone of yeah, the earth. Over there. There's some really crazy scientific data coming out about that spot of the earth right now. And I personally think the way that it's, it's a reflective bowl, I think that <laughs> if what they're seeing is true, and this is on History Channel, like they caught the shit. They started fucking with the zone where all these beams started converging and aliens showed up as soon as they started fucking with it. I think aliens might be using that as a reflective natural satellite. Sure. And us fucking with it is ruining their fucking, their, their, not transitions, what do you call them? Translations or, or you know. Transmissions. Transmissions, thank you. It might be they fucking with their. They can fucking fight us, shit. Yeah, please, <laughs> fuck. But our rockets going up into that pinpoint zone might be fucking with their transmissions, so they come down to see what's going on. Why are our transmissions fucking up? Oh, because these stupid fucking hairless monkeys are shooting these things up into our fucking transmission zone. 
and this is all coming out of, of like late this this happened like six months before coronavirus happened so it's like this is very recent shit it's crazy to think about dude it really is coronavirus <clears throat> just alienates <laughs> oh alienates to stop us from fucking with our transmissions uh, <laughs> coronavirus more like alien virus nothing <laughs> It makes me invincible. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, did you guys hear that um, two first two confirmed cases of reinfection have just happened? Wow. One in Nevada and one in New York. So I mean, it is now confirmed that you can get coronavirus more than once. I mean, why wouldn't you? All this bullshit talk about, oh, you can only get it once. Why? Yeah, that's bullcrap. In I mean, my opinion, why it's always been bullcrap from the start, but yeah, it's now why? confirmed that you can get it more than once. Which means that this is going to be an ongoing problem for a long fucking time until we get our shit together. Well, yeah, Daniel was right. He yeah. said he said the world's never going to be the same. Yeah, this is con- well, America at least. I don't know if you guys have seen the picture, but New Zealand just had a fucking uh, baseball game and nobody had to wear masks because they fucking blocked everything yeah. off. They handled it correctly. Melbourne, Australia is still locked down to this day, and they have zero cases. Well, eventually, really? eventually they're just going to go fuck it, man. They have to. Right, but at mm-hmm. what point? But what, like, how many people need to die before we start fucking taking it seriously? Because America is too. No, America is not taking it seriously. America is the laughing stock of the world. Well, you blame the protesters for that. Especially with the protests and shit that's going on. <laughs> yeah. That's on top of the way that we. These are, these are the same people that say coronavirus is dangerous, but yet they're gathering in public with zero social distancing. So you know how, like, <laughs> yeah. you know how we're wanting to build the wall to keep Mexicans out or whatever the fuck? Cartel. We as Americans are literally only allowed in two or three other fucking countries on the planet right now. Nobody else will let us go there. Yeah. So if my you, mom went to England. You have to quarantine and shit, but like most of the countries, they just quarantine? have a zero yeah. tolerance policy. To they just will not allow Americans. Most of the most of the world. My mom didn't have quarantine. Yeah. Okay, but she's also a citizen. No, but she, but she still came from America though. Doesn't matter. I don't know about that. But I've I've seen a, I've seen a picture of the world and there's like two or three countries that we're allowed to go to and they're not ones that we want to visit really. I'll go. I'm going to Whatever. But the me, rest of the world, we're just we are just fucking walking biohazards. To me, right now, who has the worst as Armenian right now? They've been bombed again. That isn't. That doesn't have to do with coronavirus. Though. I know, but they, they got it worse. We think we get it bad. They're defensive. They don't have a military. People, more people just got killed. No, this is a virus. Got coronavirus, not war. I know, but I'm saying, like, people think we have a bad year in general. No, our, look at Armenia. our reaction to this virus has denied us access to most of the world. At first, but now it's there. No, currently as it sits. I'm not meeting my future wife in fucking Iranistan. Sure. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> You're totally missing the point here. <laughs> I'm not trying to go. The fact anywhere. is that we fumbled the ball so hard, the rest of the world will not allow Americans in. Fine. Kill more people off. Everyone's like, you guys are fucking gross. Like, no. Don't come here. Say fuck it. Just let everyone get it. You right, but if you get reinfected, it's going to happen if you eventually. Get, if you yeah. get reinfected twice now, if everyone gets it, it comes back. It's not. It's the not a point of coronavirus and the plague. Is that if it only, the plague just killed you? Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, is it's not just let's get it done and over with. It's the fact that now it's going to take so long for everyone to get it that everyone's going to start getting it again. It's unstoppable, man. Ribadarchy still bearing up. Right. So <laughs> we've kind of isolated ourselves and we can never leave. So welcome to Hotel America. It's fine. 
The world's over. Oh, yep. We're out of here, guys. We got fucking 55 seconds. So, oh, shit. Yeah, yeah that quick. came up quick. Shit. Thank you guys for listening in. I uh, appreciate it. I guess we'll be back again next Tuesday at 8 o'clock. Darto, Rebus Noches, keep swinging, motherfuckers. My mom just went to England like a week ago. <laughs>